This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Thursday, November 18th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. A two-year-old boy is recovering after accidentally shooting himself inside a home in the Point Breeze section of Philadelphia police said. It happened about 940 last night in the 1700 block of South Cleveland Street. Family members told police the child was handling a gun when it went off and struck him once in the stomach. Police said the bullet exited through his back. The child's parents took him by car to Children's Hospital of Philadelphia. He was placed in critical condition and taken into surgery. He was later upgraded to stable condition. Police found a handgun in the upstairs bedroom on the floor next to the bed. It's unclear how the child gained access to the gun in addition to the boy and his parents. Police said that there were two other adults and a six-year-old child inside the home at the time. No charges have been filed at this time. Temple University is increasing security around its North Philadelphia campus after an 18-year-old was fatally shot early Tuesday morning. The university announced the safety changes in a letter to the Temple community on Wednesday night. Police say two men approached 18-year-old Amir Jones and his girlfriend near the 17 hundred block of Cecil B. Moore about 2.15 a.m. Tuesday and announced a robbery. They put both the male and female up against the wall. They went through their pockets and took the female's cell phone. According to the female, for no reason, they fired a shot, striking Jones in the chest. He later died from his injuries at the hospital. Come on. No arrests have been made to help address immediate concerns. Temple says it is taking the following steps. Increasing Temple police and bike security patrols in key areas. Working with the Philadelphia police to deploy additional supplemental directed patrols. Placing uh, barriers along Cecil B. Moore and Park Avenue to deter drag racing, working closely with the Philadelphia Police Intelligence Unit to monitor social media accounts with increased frequency so that they're aware of any planned activity in the area, increasing cameras monitoring of key areas where questionable activity has occurred. The university is also reminding students about its safety program. Security officers on bicycles can accompany anyone on campus. Students can request the service by calling 8-WALK from a campus phone or 215-777-WALK from a cell phone. These escorts are available 4 p.m. to 6 a.m. seven days a week. A free on-demand shuttle service flight is also available. Temple community members can request rides between the main campus and nearby residential addresses between 6 p.m. and 3 a.m. seven nights a week during the academic year. To request a ride from flight, download the Tap uh, Tap Ride app and select Temple University. Um, that's I didn't even know that that existed on their campus. That's no. amazing, and uh, I hope that the students are using that because with this happening, uh, they shouldn't be on the streets. Yeah. They've had a number of incidents. Health officials want to remind residents that COVID is still a threat as holiday travel is expected to surge back to pre-pandemic levels. This is our busiest period since the start of the pandemic. A lot of people are traveling for the first time in almost two years, said Heather Redfern, the communication director for the Philadelphia International Airport. Airport officials say roughly 840,000 passengers will be traveling through PHL this holiday season. According to AAA, 53.4 million people will travel for the Thanksgiving holiday. That's up 13% from 2020. In the past two years, two thousand. I'm sorry, in the past two weeks, uh, 2,351 people in the city have been diagnosed with COVID. Uh, The Action News data team found that COVID cases have been on the rise over the last two weeks across the tri-state area. Pennsylvania is seeing the highest case increase at 27%, followed by New Jersey at 23%, and Delaware saw a 12% increase. If you're traveling by air, you should note that you are still required to wear face masks. And keep in mind, if you're driving yourself to the airport, you'll need to park at an off-site location because their parking garage 
baggage will be at capacity. I wonder what it's going to look like around the airport or at different places, you know, and with people also like illegally parking, you have the hotel over there, you yeah. know, uh, yeah. and so I'm sure they get hit a lot. Um, yeah, I can't believe that there's no parking at the airport. Well, like, the I can't Uber, believe right? this is, so they're saying airport officials, the officials at the airport yeah. are saying your best bet is to use SEPTA, Uber, uh, Lyft, or a taxi service. Right. Like they're basically saying you can't right. park here. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, Nick, it's when you, during Thanksgiving. Yeah. Nick, when you Ubered over there, how much was that compared to? Because we, I paid... mean, it was comparable to parking there for a couple of days. So you know, it, it it was cost effective. I Ubered from here in Bala to the airport, and it ended up being like uh, sixty bucks, I guess, or whatever. Each so, way or total? Uh, I'm each sorry, way, each way. Yeah. yeah. So so well, that was double what I paid in parking then. How much did you pay for parking for? Sixty four for for the whole time for the whole time. Okay, yeah. So yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, I guess it's a little more expensive, but they drop you off right at the door. You don't have to worry about your car down there, and uh, you don't have to worry about parking. But depending on how far away you are, like me, that would easily be a sixty dollars. Yeah, oh my maybe God. more. Well over. Yeah. And if you're just doing a little two day thing, a little two day flight or one one like day the price flight. Of a- it's ridiculous. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. another <laughs> ticket. Yeah, or an airline ticket. That's why I get a place where you can park. In proximity to it, and then Uber from there. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah. Property yeah. in Tenecum is we, not that expensive. So I know can... we talked about this. They they do still have like the offsite airport parking. Like those lots are yes. open. Yeah, mm. I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. used one in the summer. You did. Okay. Yeah. All right. I mean, at least there's that. But I just can't, I I still can't believe that there's no parking here. <laughs> you could take your car to a train station. Yes. And, and do it that way. It's going to add uh, some extra time yeah. uh, to your day. But you know. also, I would recommend deflating your tires a little bit. <clears throat> and riding on the rims uh, with your oh. car on the rail. <laughs> on the tracks. Yeah, you just All have right. to deflate your tires about a bit. That. Yeah. All right, let's do sports this morning. Oh. All sacks are yummy. All sacks are yummy. <laughs> The Flyers were off last night and are at home again tonight with a game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. The puck is set to drop at 7 o'clock, and the game will be heard on WMMR. The Sixers are also in action tonight as the road trip will take them to Denver to play the Nuggets. Tip-off is scheduled for 9 o'clock in Thursday night football. The New England Patriots will travel to Atlanta to play the Falcons. Kickoff is at 8.20. And in baseball news, this year's National League Cy Young race was one of the closest awards races in baseball. Last night, the Baseball Writers Association of America announced that Milwaukee Brewers right-hander Corbin Burns won the 2021 award in a narrow vote. Phillies right-hander Zach Wheeler was right behind Burns and finished second in the voting. Burns and Wheeler each received 12 of 30 first-place votes, though Burns received more second-place votes to take home the award. Burns finished with 151 votes, while Wheeler finished with 141. The 10-point margin for victory is the smallest in NL in National League Cy Young history. And that's what I have for you this morning. <laughs> All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We welcome you to Thursday morning. Today's word of the day is Rosenpenis. Yeah. Because we get to see Dr. Rosenpenis this morning. Uh, Dr. The Rosenberg Lord. is in for the Great American Smoke and Vape Out mm. for 2021. And we're just doing a, a small batch of that this year. It's better than nothing at all. And we have uh, a few listeners that are going to stop by. We have a special room set aside. And Dr. Rosenberg is going to hypnotize them into giving up the habit for good. And we'll be eavesdropping in. We'll talk to him ahead of time. Sure, yeah. And there's a, a special that you can get through his service. Uh, and it doesn't just include the smoking cessation, but also, you know, weight loss, stress, any kind of issues you may have had. Um, he, there's a $100 discount if you mention the President of Steve Show when he gets signed up. I have gone to Dr. Rosenpenis, and my wife has as well. Um, and uh, it, it, 
you know, these little, so this little meditation that I do daily, uh, I got that through Dr. Uh, Rosenberg, and uh, it's very effective. He's good at what he does. His website is called quititnow.com, so we'll talk to him in the 8 o'clock hour, and then we'll send him off with our group, and hopefully they will give it up, and hopefully this will motivate you. Yes. To give up that habit, if you should indeed feel the need to give that up, and why not? Save yourself some money, be healthier, all these great things, so hopefully we can help you a little bit. All right, uh, besides that, we got stuff to give away. I think we're going to, I think we're going to do a contest today. I think we have, per Casey's suggestion, we're digging one up. Man, we haven't done it in a decade, probably. It's one of my favorites, actually. Uh, so yeah. we'll uh, we'll dive into that a little bit later on this morning with a chance to win a variety of prizes that we have set aside in our magic bags. So hang in there. It's coming up. We'll take a break. We'll get back in a moment, and we'll get into the entertainment report, some stories you will not want to miss, as well as a $150 Fogarty Show gift card that we're going to give away with the stupid question. So that's when we get back. Hang in there. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Listen on our mobile app or go to WMMR.com. It's kind of self-explanatory after that. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com Now back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our stupid question this morning uh, can get you a $150 Fogo to Show gift card and I just dropped it. Oh, man. I dropped this. There it is. It's a good sign, you know. I wrote it down on a piece of paper. It's good luck, right? They say when you drop a question, it'll be the best question ever. Here it is. What is the surname of the Count from Sesame Street. Uh-huh. What's his last name? 215-263-WMMR. Call now if you know the answer. Uh, we have a lot of birthdays to mention, to celebrate, to revel in on Thursday, November 18th. We'll begin with Linda Evans of Dynasty fame. Ah. Uh, Crystal Carrington, was that her she name? She was Crystal Carrington. Yes. Uh, she was the uh, the matriarch. Yes. Uh, she also was on a show called Big Valley. She was married to John Derrick. Who also uh, was married to Bo um, um, Derek? Bo Derek, yes. yes. Uh, and she is seventy-nine years old today. I was more of a um, Joan Collins guy. Yeah, she's yeah. a little more slutty. Yeah, was, <laughs> I was going to sugarcoat it a little bit, but yeah, and that's, yeah, yeah. And as a young man, I I thought that was good. I, I like that. Linda Evans always um, not what you'd call a, a Meryl Streep level actress, but she got the job done. You know what? I should go back and watch the the cat fight they had. That was like Classic. a big episode on Dynasty. They ended yeah. up in a fountain, yes. yeah, kicking each other's asses. And it was them. Yeah, they, it didn't was use, them. they didn't use doubles. Yeah. I need to go back and watch that. Oh, right, really? So. It was them the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Linda Evans is 79 uh, today. Another, it's, it's just filled with people, women I have crushes on. Uh, Elizabeth Perkins has her uh-huh. today. I've always <laughs> uh, thought she was lovely. She's 61 today. Girl Next Door quality. And uh, yeah, in the movie Big, she's yeah. great. She's Tom Hanks' love interest in that. She was on the show Weeds. Um, a, a movie I kind of like called Indian Summer I thought was kind of cool that she was in. Uh, they didn't list the Jiminy Glick movie, Preston? I didn't even know she was in that. <laughs> she no. Is, yeah. She's 61. I would love to see, and I've, I've said this before, a big sequel now with Colin Hanks playing grown-up Tom Hanks. And okay. He, and he wishes 
you know, the love of his life got away, who was yeah. Elizabeth Perkins. And, and so instead of calling him big, called old. And so he wishes to be old so he could be with Elizabeth Perkins. So he could be the same age as her? Do you yeah. want some more pudding? <laughs> <laughs> I'll get it for you. But you know what? It wouldn't be that big of a spread now. Yeah, yeah. So let's see. He was... <laughs> yeah. He was, what, uh, 13 or something like that in the movie? Right. And she was probably 30 years old, you know, so that's... But how old is Colin Hanks now? Because... Probably 40s. Yeah. Okay, maybe. Yeah. So it wouldn't okay. be as... He wouldn't have to be, man, if I could only be 15 years older. Right. And I'm I'm only 45. Right. You know, it could never 60. work. Yeah, It never could work. never work. But I know what you're saying. It's an interesting yeah. concept case. Yeah. Uh, Elizabeth Perkins is 61 today. Uh, Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. 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 Flippers and all. Wow. 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 Uh, did you watch Loki? The series? Yeah. 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 He's really good in it. Yeah. I got kind of lost in Loki. It uh, kinda, so did I. The whole jumping around thing threw yep. me off a little bit. And I, I lost. Uh, I couldn't follow it very well. Uh, but uh, Wedding Crashers, too, supposedly in the works. Really? Yes. Okay. Oh, wow. And wow, wow, I swear I got screwed. Wow, wow. Uh, I love Wedding Crashers. Yeah. I, I thought that movie was fantastic. And I thought he was great in Starsky and Hodge, too, man. Phenomenal. Hodge. You know yeah. movies in that destroys me every time? Marley and Me. Oh, oh my God. man. It's a great uh-uh. movie. Oh, my God. Excellent movie. Yeah. Uh, he is 53 today. Uh, Chloe Savigny is uh, 47 years old. Uh, big love. Kids, uh, boys don't cry. Did a, Gave a Hummer to a guy. <laughs> In a major a movie. Yeah. Regular theatrical non-porn <laughs> movie. Close was, up. It was, Close up. It was yep. her boyfriend at the time. Yes, it yeah. was. Yeah. 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 Uh, you also have the throaty-voiced actress, Brenda Vaccaro. Brenda Vaccaro. Uh, she For the is, longest time I dated Michael Douglas Jr. Uh, she... Is 82. She was in uh, Midnight Cowboy, to name a few things. But I mainly remember her from a commercial that was on. And every time she would breathe in, it would be <gasps> like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. very throaty. Do you remember the movie The Zorro, the Gay Blade, Preston? I do. Yeah, yeah. She was in that. Was in that? She's okay. a really funny actress. It was a spoof, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you also have. I love this actor, Delroy Lindo. Oh, yeah. he's great. He's fantastic. What a what a force. Whatever role he plays, it's, it's like you know. He, he's the a center. standout. Yeah. Cider House Rules, he's great in that. Uh, Malcolm X, he's fantastic in. Uh, Get Shorty. There's also a great clip, and I remember, and, and I think a lot of people may have seen this and thought that it was him being uh, himself yeah. on a news program. It was called uh, The Good Fight, where he is, uh, the anchors are, uh, they're talking about using the N-word. Right, right. He confronts him and says, say it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember the first time I saw him, I'm like, whoa! <laughs> Uh, but it was a show, it was yeah, a program, yeah, yeah. And it, but it's very, very powerful. Uh, and he is uh, 69 years old today. Great actor. Would love to talk to him one day. Kim Wilde, singer, Kids oh, in America. We're the kids in America. Whoa. Uh I always dug that tune. And she also did that cover of uh, You Keep Me Hanging On, yes. which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it is good. Uh, she turns 61 years old today. Uh, Kevin Nealon. He's been to a few of our events. He's been to the Granny Grand Prix before. He yeah. was to the Granny Grand Prix. Banjo, banjo while he was there. We brought a banjo. We yeah. brought the banjo. Yeah. Yeah. Had him play. He's awesome. Uh, Happy Gilmore, uh, the wedding singer, anger management, lots and lots. He has, uh, he has boobs on his head and little Nicky. Remember oh that? Oh, my yeah. God. Yes. <laughs> What's that, Nick? He was also on Weeds with uh, Elizabeth Perkins. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. So he is 68. Uh, the last birthday I have is Kirk Hammett, oh, lead guitarist oh. of Metallica. 
Uh, and Kirk is 59. Big horror aficionado. Don't apparently, I know it. Yeah. Apparently his collection is one to be reckoned with. And he knows his stuff. I've yeah. read some things about, uh, you know, his love of horror, and he's the real deal. So 59 years old today, Mr. Kirk Hammett. Happy birthday. All right, let's see if somebody knows the answer to this question. What is the Count's last name, his surname, on Sesame Street, 215-263-WMMR. It is Rich that we are going to go to. Hey, Rich, good morning. Good morning. All right, Rich, what is, is, is the... Von Count? It's Von Count, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Count Ooh. Von Count. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> Hang on a second, Rich. You got yourself a $150 Fogo to Show gift card. When you order at Fogo, you don't order an entree. You order a night of different things to taste and enjoy. And you can experience uh, carved table side, and you go to Fogo to discover what's next. Get to Fogo, I should say. Uh, make a reservation for Center City or King of Prussia at Fogo.com. By the way, real quick, who voiced uh, the count? Do we know that? Uh, it says Jerry Nelson till 2012 and Matt Vogel. Currently uh, voices him, so I wasn't. I, I don't know. No, not, not familiar with those. Yeah, he probably voiced a whole bunch of other right. uh, characters yeah. that we know well. Yeah, Jerry Nelson passed away a few years ago, and he was one of those legendary voices on the Muppet Show and Sesame Street. Um, and he, yeah, he did count for most of Count's history. Oh, he did uh, Snuffleupagus yeah. as well, and uh, a bunch of others. So, wow. Okay, uh, let's get into the entertainment story. Yes, we're going to lead with uh, actress Eliza Dushku. Haven't heard from her in quite some time. The last time we heard from her, it was not good. Well, she testified in front of the House Judiciary Committee yesterday yeah. about her sexual harassment accusation during her time on the show Bull. In 2018, CBS agreed to pay her $9.5 million after she claimed that she was written off of that show in retaliation for accusations uh, that she came forward with against actor Michael Weatherly. He's the star. He's yeah. Paul, right? Before Congress, Dushku was able to talk outside a non-disclosure agreement. Uh, the actress said uh, in her testimony, in 2017, I was aggressively pursued by CBS to become a co-lead in the show called Bull. Did we have audio of that? or is this No, I didn't. I, there was uh, none available. She said, uh, I was told that the role would be a six-year commitment to play a smart, strong-leading lady, a competent, high-powered lawyer meant to counterbalance the existing male lead, and that the role had been written specifically with me in mind. However, in my first week on my new job, I found myself the brunt of crude, sexualized, and lewd verbal assaults. I suffered near-constant sexual harassment from my co-star. Uh, she added that Weatherly called, would, quote, call her legs and would talk about his sperm. Uh, So Weatherly had said in 2018 in an interview, he said, during the course of uh, taping your show, I made some jokes, mocking some lines in the script. When Eliza told me that she wasn't comfortable with my language and attempted and attempted humor, I was mortified to have offended her, and I immediately apologized. He said, after reflecting on this further, I better understand that what I said was both not funny and not appropriate, and I'm sorry to regret the pain uh, this caused Eliza. Um, So Dushku said that she is hoping to help end uh, this for others, the secret arbitration process she felt forced to enter involving her allegations. And the big deal was she she came forward and they apparently, I guess, didn't take her seriously or they eventually wrote her off because she was being very vocal about how uncomfortable it made her. She also had that series, that sci-fi series. It was short-lived before that. It was a Joss Whedon series. And she had issues on that one as well. Oh, really? Do you remember that? I don't remember the like issues. Doll, a dollhouse or something like that. But it, mm. yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember the show, but right. I just don't remember the story. Right, that, right. So. But Joss Whedon also has a... Joss Whedon has yeah. a whole bunch of stuff against him, man. He does. So so she spoke out yeah. uh, about this and continues to. Uh, Pete Davidson celebrated his 28th birthday with 
rumored new girlfriend at Kim Kardashian. Oh, oh really? yeah. Did you see the picture? Flava Flav posted it. Yeah. What? Celebrating uh, the Saturday Night Live's uh, stars November 16th. Birthday on Wednesday. <laughs> they were accompanied by Kim's mother, Chris, as well. When I saw the picture there, I thought the only thing missing is a clown car in the back. This is as bizarre as it gets. And they're all wearing the same um, skin pajamas, I guess, right? So the former, yeah, I guess so. The former yeah. public enemy hype man wrote, celebrating my adopted son Pete Davidson's birthday with the legend Kim Kardashian and Kris Jenner. Pete, I never took a clock off my neck to give to someone, and you will be the last person I do this for. Wow. It looks real good on you. Happy birthday, he said. So, so yeah. th- this was at, I guess, um, uh, Mominger's Palm Springs home. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he? Is he sober, Pete uh, Davidson? No. Yeah, okay. he is. He's he, holding the beer. I was just curious. I was like, I, I thought he was. Uh, th- no, no, he still smokes weed. And okay, uh, all right. No, I'm I, think, I think he might have tried to. His um, his main crutch. He smoked a lot. Right. Pot, and, right? and he went. In, he did go into some form of rehab, he, right? He did. He SNL. Too. He took okay. a he took a pause from SNL. Yeah, yeah, that's what I thought. That's why I thought that was kind of odd. He's holding a Corona. Uh, yeah, in that. it's a new kind of rehab. Right? Okay, yeah. I guess so. <laughs> All right, so moving on. A second lawsuit has been filed against Alec Baldwin in the wake of the fatal rust shooting of Helena Hutchinson on October 21st, according to a complaint filed by script supervisor Mamie Mitchell against the actor, producers, and for and uh, armorer and first AD. Uh, the complaint said Alec Baldwin intentionally, without just cause or excuse, cocked and fired the loaded gun, even though the uh, upcoming scene to be filmed did not call for the cocking and firing of the firearm. Uh, Mr. Baldwin chose to play Russian roulette with a loaded gun without checking it and without having the armorer do so. Uh, Mitchell, who filed on claims of assault and intentional infliction of emotional distress, was the one who called 911 on the day of the shooting. Uh, she's represented by Gloria Allred. So more of those. Oh, this is going to go on up. for years. Oh, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. Uh, if you thought... That Bradley Cooper and Lady Gaga looked like a couple in love at the 2019 Oscars. It's because they planned it that way. I know that she has already said that, but he is finally saying right. something. Uh, he was uh, uh, talking to the Hollywood Reporter on Wednesday, and he had said that he wanted the performance to mimic the scene in the movie in order to help him manage his own fears about singing live. So yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah absolutely. He's playing a role. And by Here the way, he is in front of a bunch of musicians. Because uh, it was, oh, I'm sorry, it was at the Oscars. It was at, the, no. at the Oscars, it was in front of the world, basically. Yeah, he's yeah. He's singing this song. Um, they obviously have a very strong friendship. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I mean, it was, it was so it's uh, friends, and, lovingly, and you know. they're performers. Yes, yeah. they're liars. They, they, they know they're, they're, they're playing a role. They're having <laughs> fun with it. They're paid liars. Uh, <laughs> so Cooper added, uh, he, said, he said he shared just from a personal standpoint, it reduces the anxiety level. Well, that's Listen, we we're very good friends with Bradley Cooper, we are. and we know the way he Incredibly is, and we close. know how nervous he gets yes. in situations like this. So, if yeah. you knew him the way we knew him, Steve, what? I sometimes will just place my hand on his knee, yeah, yeah, and just it's okay. A little touch, yeah, a little human touch makes a difference. Calms him down wow. a bit. Yeah. I can't believe you guys haven't brought up the fact that, like, Steve and I look at each other like that when we sing the Safe Light song. Absolutely, <laughs> we totally yeah, get that's that. So beautiful, That's right? true. Yeah, yeah. Every I, time. I just thought I'd let you guys have that. I well, don't want to bring it out into the open. I always say, find someone in your life who looks at me the way Casey looks at me during the Safe Light song. Yeah, can yeah. we get that right now? Can <clears> you guys do that? 
I just love him so much. Let's do it. We can do it. Ready? Turn away and then turn and look at each other. Just give us a countdown. Got to get in the character. Hold it. Hold it. Everybody. Three, two, one. Safe light repair. Safe light replace. Oh. God. Wow. Lovely kiss was that blown. Was... <laughs> if we could get it, I don't yeah. know if it's possible to get a split screen on that or not. <laughs> and see, there's no real and that... love there. That's all <laughs> right. acting. No. They lie. Yes. Well, yeah. you know what? You can't sing those words without being moved. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're not only repaired, but replaced. <laughs> yes. Yeah. As if the repair yeah. wasn't yeah. enough. You fixed me, yeah. and then you made me all new again. Right. Right? Right. Yeah, yeah. And I'll come, repair you. I will I never will replace you. I will come to where you, you are yeah, if you're right. at your daughter's dance recital. That's right. Uh, Bradley uh, yeah. Cooper uh, added that they kind of fall in love in that scene in the film. It's that explosive moment that happens to them on a stage in front of thousands of people. Yeah. And it would have been so weird if we were both on stools facing the audience. So that's why they did it that way. This um, is actually the first time that they rehearsed. They sang the Chicken Pot Pie song, Preston. Wait, do you want to do Safe Light Repair like that now? We're looking at a video where they're kind of heads l- leaning against each other. Oh, no. Oh, yes. We're going to get this now. Hey, go on. <laughs> You gotta come behind because you're. You gotta come behind me because you're taller. Yeah. We are getting this on camera, right? Well, where's the camera at? Here. Yeah. Yeah. Can you count us off, Preston? Three, two, one. Safe light repair. Safe light replace. (laughs) Dear God in heaven. Wow. How was that? (laughs) Was that good? Thank you. That's convinced. Bravo. Thank you. Can I just? We are involved with other people. I, yes, 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 yes. yes. Just, I have the deepest respect for Diane, and I know Casey and, and I, Claire, Claire, yeah, and your cats and my cat. It's more on the creepy side <laughs> for me. You don't know what that song means to us. I, I know, I yeah. know. I guess she sounds a little jealous, does she not? <laughs> I'm, I'm getting that. We have I think to you guys. I don't think you were harmonizing, though. I think you were doing. You were in unison on that. Our matter? hearts were harmonized. Hearts were hard. All right, so anyhow. a heartbeat is a love beat. Uh, oh, my God. I remember that song. <laughs> a heartbeat is a love beat. And a love beat is a clear vibration or something Listen like to that. my heart pound. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. Yep. Oh, my God. Who did that song? Oh. I think that was the Stones. There no, was, no, there was a, somebody did it. Like a, teen, a teeny bopper did a oh, cover yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. No, by teeny bopper, I mean like. <laughs> I mean like. Uh, Pop singer. Yeah, but I mean, like a guy. Uh, yeah. I want to oh. say one of the Hardy Boys. What's his name? Yeah, uh, Sean Cassidy. Sean Cassidy. Yeah, might yeah. Have done that. maybe you're right. All right. Also, the DeFranco family. There also you go. The DeFranco oh, family. Also oh the that's family. it. Yeah, I remember that. Okay. Anyway, listen. I'm doing entertainment news. <laughs> yeah, Let me get on, back guys. to this. Uh, this is a pretty heavy story, and I normally don't report on uh, the Real Housewives, uh, but Real Housewives of Atlanta star Portia Williams. Uh, has revealed that she had her own experience with R. Kelly yes, in 2007. She was 25 years old. A little old for him, yeah. Probably, but it was when she was pursuing a music career. Uh, she revealed that she was supposed to meet R. Kelly at his recording studio, but was taken to his home and was told to go to his bedroom. After waiting for hours, when Kelly showed up, uh, he told Portia to take off all her clothes. Uh, Portia wrote in her book called The Pursuit of Portia, I've already put myself in this position. This is what you're supposed to do. You have to. There's no turning back. So she gave in. You uh-huh. know? And she was. It was one of those moments mm. where she's like, uh, okay, I guess this is what I have to do uh, to get ahead in the music business. Wow. So yeah. she said that she saw Kelly two more times, 
and encountered several young women who also were staying at his home. And she wrote that she decided not to see him again after she woke up one day and heard a woman being beaten in another room. Oh, my God. Right? Uh, On her decision to speak out about the experience, she said, I realized it was my opportunity to help anyone who's been hurt by him. Uh, There had been so many other instances where I had been abused by men that my mentality at that time was of an abused person and that it was okay for me to be treated like that. Think of this, you know, and um, when you're going for that brass ring, when you're trying to build an entertainment career and you've always been told it's who you know, it's who you know. And so you, you say, well, why, why would she, how could she get to that point? And you're thinking, if I just do this, mm-hmm. you know? And, and so you can sort of see how when that, that pressure and everything oh, you've worked for is there. For sure. If I just do this, then I'll be, then I'll, 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 I'll get further my, my career. And more often than not, that's not the case. Yeah. And the more stories like this that come forward, yeah. there, there are checks and balances be, that have been put in place. It's certainly not perfect, and there's certainly going to be more of this activity that takes place. But the more that the things like this come to light, um, the easier it will, I think, for people to get out of that situation. The easier it will be. Yes, in the Cassandra Peterson book, in the, in the um, you know Elvira book, she's Elvira. She wrote the book about Hollywood and doing this sort of stuff, Preston. Mm-hmm. And so, an agent who was considered to be a, a, a very reputable agent in Hollywood, okay. Uh, she gets a, a chance to meet, have a meeting with him. Do I come into the office? No, I'll come to your apartment. Yes. Okay, so let's sit on the couch. We're going to read this this script together. And he's like the male love interest, mm-hmm. and there and, and she's like, "Come on, yeah, yeah. no." I mean, yeah. in, in an apartment, it's, it's clearly you know, and, and she had she was so excited for this opportunity, and she talks about going, you know, into the uh, alleyway afterwards and throwing up because it's like. You were so high on the potential and so devastated. Yep, yep. Uh, Portia said she had also kept that secret from her own family members saying... it's not something you want to tell your mom because your mom is a very strong woman and she didn't did her very best in raising me. And I think for any woman or man who's been in an abusive situation, you don't want to tell your parents because you don't want them to think uh, that they had let you down in any way. I don't want her to think that she had done anything wrong, and so I took it upon myself. <laughs> uh, so the pursuit of Portia is out on November 30th. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe, Emma Watson, and Rupert Grint will be together again for the Harry Potter Retrospective, which is airing on HBO Max. January 1st, 2022. Is it? Now, from what I understand, it focuses primarily on that first movie, right? Uh, I I don't know if it's just the first movie, but it's mainly going to be about the movie. So it's um, uh, a report. The Consequence Film reports that Harry Potter 20th anniversary return to Hogwarts will tell an enchanting making of story through all new new in-depth interviews and cast conversations. So if it's it's 20th anniversary, maybe, yeah, we'll focus on that film. Mr. Elliot, (laughs) are you going to watch it? Oh, God, yes. That'll be perfect uh, New Year's Day viewing uh, for me because I'm I'm in. I'm reading Order of the Phoenix right now. I'll be done with it by the end of by the end of December. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is perfect timing for me. So my daughter was just in a play at her school and it's called Puffs. And Puffs is basically it's a Hufflepuff. Uh, yeah, so really? it's, it's about the Hufflepuffs and cool. dur- during the time of Harry Potter. So it's just the story of some of these ancillary characters from the books and the movies is, is, that you don't let are just in the background. And so it takes their story, but it's it. really, really funny because, like, dude, like that, uh, what's the school's, uh, Hogwarts? Yeah. It's not a safe place for children. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, people are getting picked <laughs> off all the time. It's right. like, yeah, let's just send our kids here. 
where there's demons and like you know yeah, all don't sorts go into the woods of, yeah, 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 yeah everything will kill you in there everything's gonna kill you in the school there's a dead chick in the bathroom you know what i mean like so people are, are dying all the time there but like yeah let's just send our kids there is this uh, is it an original or do they uh, it's an original i don't know it's obviously not sanctioned by right right i think uh jk rowling jk rowling that's why it's called puffs uh, and not Hufflepuffs. Gotcha. And when they do the sorting hat, like, they don't say, like, Gryffindor. They, you know, they, what is, like, a Gryffindor? They're, Gryffindor. like, smart. Yeah. You know, they'll say smart. And so the smart kids go to the smart kids. Or okay. They'll go, like, snake. You know, so everything that's sort of. They avoid the very specifics. Yes. That make it, uh, they hurt. Mm. But it's it was okay. funny. It okay. was it was well done. All right. So, well, yeah, it's a very big uh, universe. <laughs> and uh, that's coming out on January 1st, which should be pretty cool. Uh, I had a Sesame Street question for a stupid question this morning. And according to Associated Press News, newest addition to Sesame Street is a seven-year-old Muppet named uh, Ji Young. Uh, She is Korean-American. And she likes to play the electric guitar, go skateboarding. She will make her Sesame Street debut in See Us Coming Together, a Sesame Street special. She's the first Asian American, right? I on believe so. Yeah, Sesame, and so that will be airing on Thanksgiving Day on HBO Max. I'm sorry, it's it's a, a Muppet that's going to be, or yes. it's a, okay, Muppet. Yeah, uh, a seven year old Muppet named okay. Ji Young. That's what I said. That's so cool. she is uh, Korean American. So that uh, new uh, cast member. I'm totally disconnected, you know, from the the <laughs> series. It's on HBO, and just by the nature yeah, of my too. vast age, I'm not connected to <laughs> the <laughs> Muppets. But but uh, yeah, there's this whole other thing going on. I'm unaware of. Uh, yeah. Going back to Jerry Nelson, who voiced the Count Casey, he also voiced uh, Emmett Otter. Oh yeah. So uh, you know, special in your world. Yeah. Uh, and also, Fraggle Rock's coming back. So that is. Yes, but with uh, yeah. Martin Scorsese at the helm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, by the way, we'll go to another story here. Jennifer Lawrence admitted to Vanity Fair that she accidentally inhaled her nose ring multiple times while filming Don't Look Up for Netflix. <laughs> the 31 year old actress told the outlet on Tuesday, and the nose rings, one just kind of hangs in, <clears throat> one is a, <clears throat> excuse me, one is a magnet. And many, many times I accidentally inhaled said magnet and had to spit it out in front of Leonardo DiCaprio. Wow. That's gross. Uh, The film also stars Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Rob Morgan, Ron Perlman, Timothy Chalamet, Ariana Grande, Kid Cootey, Mark Rylance, and Kate Blanchett. And that comes out on December 24th. Trailer looks good. It does. I know somebody who went to the emergency room because they thought that they swallowed their nose ring. (laughs) And had they indeed swallowed it? I don't it? think so. Like, uh, nobody found it. They were like, I mean, if you did, it's, it's fine. But yeah, I yeah. think she, like, you know, immediately started to feel like a scratchy throat. Like, she was like, oh, my God, it's, it's stuck. stuck in there. It's stuck. Yeah. Well, no. let me ask you, which part of the nose ring is the magnet? Because it would make more sense for the magnet to be on the outside than the inside. It would, no, but know. then that's not going to be the pretty outside. Yeah, but you can make it magnetic. I'm just saying because... You can't. You shouldn't be swallowing magnets because it can be really, really damaging to well, your intent. Well, yeah, it's not the intent. It's yeah. A, yeah. Well, both there has to be two aspects be, to a magnet. Right. There's yeah. got to be. You got to swallow Metal. two things for it to be bad. Yeah. Uh, to to pinch off something in your in your sure. system. So so it's got to be something else. Well, there's there's been there's been hey. stories of tongue rings that have come out and that yeah. were swallowed. Why don't we save the uh, the eight o'clock hour to talk about magnets? <laughs> yeah, swallowing right. them. All right, I'm going to move on. Uh, Travis Barker showed off his birthday gift from Courtney Kardashian on Wednesday when the Blink 182 drummer turned 46. The reality star celebrated by giving her fiance a 1987 Buick Grand National Regal GNX. 
Uh, Barker shared a series of pictures on the car, and I haven't seen the pictures. No, yet. I'm not. I don't on think Inst- I'm familiar. It's on Instagram, uh, Nick. If you <clears> want to pull them up, but it's uh, you know, I, I, it's been it's been tuned out. You know what of I mean? Course, it's not yeah. an original nineteen. 19- 87 Buick Grand National that's just kind of sat there. The classics are making a big comeback. Yep. So uh, she wrote, when your dream girl, or he wrote, when your dream girl gets you your dream car. You're my dream. Yeah. Isn't that great? Seeing them post everything they get. (laughs) Oh, it's just awesome. Mm -hmm. Absolutely never running out of money. Jake Gyllenhaal's rumored cat, Miss Fluffle Stiltskin, (laughs) has spoken out about the backlash her uh, alleged owner has faced since the release of Red, Taylor's version. The cat wrote on Instagram on Tuesday, Meowch, y'all need to calm down and stop cyberbullying. Although Gyllenhaal has never admitted to owning Miss Fluffle Stiltskin, he did admit to Yahoo in 2019 that he knew the feisty feline. So I guess it's an account that somebody runs that pretends that it's Jake's cat. Uh, no, he needs but someone to look he, out for him. He may know who that person is, so who knows. All right, uh, Paramount Plus is set Thursday, December 23rd for the prim- premiere of the new Reno 911 special. Yeah. It's called The Hunt for QAnon. Uh, the streamer also released a teaser trailer. I did not see that yet. Do you guys Neither watch it? I know. Uh, on a mission to track down the one and only Q, the one behind all Q and I conspiracies, Reno 911, the hunt for Q and on follows the deputies from the Reno Sheriff's Department as they get stuck at a Q and on convention at sea, ultimately escaping, only to discover that they've landed at Jeffrey Epstein's old island. Mm. And it stars the original Reno 911 cast, including Thomas Lennon, Robert Ben Garant, uh, Carrie Kenny Silver. Cedric Yarborough, Carlos Alzarki, Wendy McClendon Covey, uh, Nicey Nash, Mary Birdsong, and Ian Roberts. Of who a lot of them have been here in our studio. Yes, yeah. in their uniforms. Yep. <laughs> They're going after Q. <laughs> uh, and one of the executive producers is Danny DeVito. Nice. Which is really cool. So. Have you seen the Hulu um, trailers running for the uh, Beatles? The. Um... Let it be special. The um, oh, I've seen every one of them. Get yeah, back. awesome. Yeah. yeah, oh, most definitely. So, um, yeah, is this on the same network? No, Hulu is one, and the other is uh, Paramount. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Oh, according to Page Six, Selena Gomez and Chris Evans are rumored to be dating. We had heard that. And now they might be sharing clothing as well. Taylor Ooh. Swift had apparently posted a TikTok video featuring Gomez backstage at Saturday Night Live recently. Chris, where'd you get that bra? Wearing a white cable-knit <laughs> sweater that looks a lot like the one Chris Evans wears in wow. Knives Out. Wow. I think that all but confirms. Yeah, I mean, once you share sweaters... That they're having yeah. sex. I mean, but that was a... It was- Costume. It wasn't his actual. Well, maybe he. Maybe they gave it to him as a gift because of his incredible performance. Okay. And he gave it to her. You know the, the, the tradition because they're doing it. The gift sweater. Yeah. All right. And the one last story. Um, Hulu released the first look at Pam and Tommy uh, yesterday. Uh, the two-minute trailer starts off with Seth Rogen and Nick Offerman's characters watching the sex tape that was stolen from Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee, who of course are played by Lily James and Sebastian Stan, respectively. Uh, the series has been in the works since December 2020, and will finally stream on February 2nd. So, uh, I, I don't know how many episodes it's going to be, uh, but I thought it was going to be a movie, to be honest. But, yeah. Uh, it says here, the series. Uh, I watched the trailer. She looks stunning, by the she way. She looks great. Yeah. Uh, the um, original story, as I remember, was it that 
people working on Tommy Lee's house might have stolen the tape? Well, the, the beginning of it shows the two of them. He goes, uh, here, here, put this in. It starts playing. And they start playing, and they go through it, and, they're, and it shows a bunch of different things in the video. It's not just the sex scene. Right. It's, it's Tommy moving stuff in and out of the house. But they in the trailer, it doesn't indicate exactly how these guys got their hands on it or not. Right, right. But they're both looking at it going, mm. oh, my God. Yeah. What do we do with this? You know? <laughs> and then they uh, eventually figure out, we can make a lot of money from this. And uh, they move forward. So the trailer's out if you want to see that now. All right. We are ready for clips now. In the Mindy Kelling-produced new show, The Sex Lives of College Girls... Four roommates discover their newly found, and then it has a period after that. Oh, wow, wow, what a tease. In this clip, star Aaliyah Chanel Scott shares how she connects with her character. Apparently, they find something. So yes. I think I feel similarly to Whitney in a lot of ways, and I think that she's going through things. She's just so deeply afraid and trying to cling to things and get clinging to uh, a feeling of a support or attention from a man that maybe she shouldn't be. You know, all the mistakes that I in my life have made. Shut up, dummy. <laughs> Sex Lives of College Girls is now streaming on HBO Max. Here's the next clip. Based on the best-selling book series, The Wheel of Time, it centers around five individuals who go on a magical journey to discover if they are the reincarnation of an old prophecy. In this clip, star Marcus Rutherford says that he thinks uh, what is the most fascinating aspect of the series. Within the magical system of The Wheel of Time, there is kind of that male superiority is kind of flipped with the fact that it's only certain women are allowed to access magic. And I think... You know, that is just something that's quite cool to see on screen and something to think about, you know, if that power dynamic had been altered in that way, what would a world look like? You sound insane. The Wheel of Time will begin streaming on Amazon Prime uh, tomorrow. Looks yeah. pretty cool. I'm not familiar with the uh, uh, with the story. You were telling me about that, right, Kate? I was. This is the one I was uh, talking to you about. I hosted the screening of the first two episodes of this at uh, the UA King of Prussia on Monday night. I didn't know anything about this, so I, I, I walk in completely blind. The There was a line that was wrapped around the entire movie theater lobby where people that were, and there were people in costume. Really? And so I was like, okay, I don't know anything about this, but this is huge. Yes, it's a 14-book series that spans wow. over 30 years. Wow. The, uh, much like um, uh, Martin uh, with the Game of Thrones, uh, the... Oh, I um, thought you about the series, Martin. <laughs> no, yeah. <laughs> Damn, Gina. <laughs> the um, uh, it's George R. R. Martin is still alive, oh, oh. but the, the guy who was writing this book series, um, he he ended up passing away. But before he passed away, he had extensive notes and then handed those notes off to another writer so that they could finish the series for him. I I, I had <clears> no idea this existed. Me neither. Yeah. But um, by the way, I'm, here's a transition from the series, Martin. <laughs> Okay. Well, the series comes out tomorrow, and there's eight episodes, and I'm all aboard for all this right. one. I may have to check that out, too. All right, with that, we're going to break. We are done with the entertainment report, but our friend Dr. Rosenpenis will be here this yes. week. Yes. Uh, he's going to help uh, rid uh, the chain that people have on smoking, and it's the Great American Smoke Out, the Great American Vape Out, and he's going to hypnotize some people here at our offices and see if they can rid that forever. And we'll tell you how you can get uh, hooked up with Dr. Rosenpenis as well. Dr. Rosenberg is his name. (laughs) Uh, We'll be back in a moment. Stay with us. 
one city, one radio station, one man, 40 years. Oh, dear. In 1981, he jumped in his trusty microbus Minerva and came to Philadelphia. Philadelphia Radio has never seen or heard anything like it. A fantastic run of great music, concert coverage, and real conversations from a who's who of rock royalty and passionate Philly fans. Always live, always local, and almost always in midday. There was that ill-fated morning show. You remember, wake up and smell the karma. I don't know quite what happened there. Pierre Robert has devoted his working life to WMMR listeners and our fine village. So we're digging through the MM archives to highlight some of the moments from this long, strange trip that is far from over. Congratulations, Pierre, on 40 years in Philly. From your co-workers, your fans, and your grateful friends at 93.3 WMMR. Before we go into what we're uh, going to talk about, uh, uh, just a, a quick observation with, with a beautiful day as it is today. <clears throat> is it just me or have the colors been more vibrant this year? I was just thinking the same thing. When we had our meeting uh, yesterday, Yes, we were facing out towards the tree line. And I'm like, well, there's a lot of bright orange out there. Just right? gorgeous, yeah, yeah, yeah. gorgeous yellows, yeah. really, really popping reds. And, and I, uh, you know, some years, and it, and it depends on, on the weather and, and the, the patterns and so on and how the trees react and, and what... Uh, depth of color you're yeah. going to get. And I think this year is, is one of the best I've ever seen. Pretty nice, yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah absolutely. I wanted to make sure I wasn't Absolutely. <laughs> um, Casey had something he wanted to mention. And it's unfortunate news, but with a... It is. Uh, <clears throat> a nice sentiment behind it, though. Well, it's unfortunate news, but I just <clears throat> wanted to acknowledge um, not this gentleman's passing, but his, his existence in this world. What he because, did in life. Uh, it, because he... he had a significant uh, impact on my life. His name is, uh, well, I knew him as Mr. Quinn. It's Francis Franny Quinn, and uh, he was my math teacher in high school. He So he taught me um, geometry my junior year, trigonometry my senior year. I love this guy. He was a, an amazing teacher. As a matter of fact, I had him for geometry my junior year. I was assigned a different teacher uh, for trig my senior year, and I transferred back into his class. It's funny because I don't think he liked me nearly as much as I liked him, but I didn't care. He was a tough teacher. He was a fair teacher. He called me on my BS, and it didn't matter. Like, And I just loved the way he taught math, and... Um, and I did really well in his class. I was a straight A student in right. his class, and like, but so, he didn't like you none much neither. He didn't like me none too much neither. He didn't like math none much either. <laughs> like four plus four is twelve. Oh, that's wrong. <laughs> Is it? Is it though? Is right, so, it? So he, uh, I had he wrote my college recommendation letter for me. Well, that's nice. Uh, even though he didn't like me too much, none either. May I just jump yeah. in? Well, you're, so you feel that he didn't like you? Listen, I was. Was a clown. it just just a sense, or what? Or did he say as much? So here's the deal. Uh, he also his derm uh, doctor was in this building. Derm doctor. His dermatologist. Oh, his dermatologist. Okay. Uh, I'm not none too good, none much neither. With, he was in uh, what building? Medical this building? building. This building that right we here. Work in. And okay. he would stop by this office to say hi to me, and and it was always like after uh, work hours, right? Yeah, so he'd yeah. be here like you know two, three o'clock in the afternoon. And then I got this message from a guy named Matt Crone who said he remembered me by my name. And you got to figure for somebody that taught for forty years, yeah. how many students? Well, 
And how many does he remember by name? Back up. He would come by here and see you. I, he ne- I was never here. He would come. Yeah, he was. But it st- sounds like he liked you fine. It's so right. Yeah. So maybe he did. None much neither. But I, you know, I just had this feeling that, like, uh, you know, I was, I was a clown, you know, and I it didn't sounds necessarily more, know when to shut up. It sounds more like you kind of regret the yeah. type of student that you were, not yes. meaning on how you performed, but how you behaved. Yeah. Uh, for somebody who was as kind and, yeah. and and wonderful as he was, maybe he liked you. I think he did. Yeah. I think and and so when I look back on things, I'm like, you know what? He he probably because he has a son around my age, uh, and he would talk to me about his son, you know. And I remember that. Like I remember a lot of the these you know conversations that we had. had. He was a great teacher, and he's going to be sorely, sorely missed. And and so I just wanted to send all of my love and my prayers and my thoughts out to his family and his friends and, you know, everybody that, that knew him. I look back at how I was as a student, and, and when I would <clears throat> do whatever stupid teenage stuff I would do in, yeah. in a classroom, I, I look back on that as kind of a defense mechanism of myself that I was putting up because I was a poor student, and right. I didn't want to be there. Yeah. I had a hard time learning. I wasn't interested in the subject matter, and so I think it was me doing these things uh-huh. uh, to uh, rebel against that or something or, or to compensate for that, you know? Off air, we were just talking about the new Wonder Years show, and yeah. the episode last night dealt with a kid who was the bully who was who's not good in school and was... Right. Being this way and and trying to find out what what the story was and and the way you feel regret you know about the way you treat people or the way you perceive yeah. all of this is under an interesting umbrella because um, yeah if you could go back and be be a better person or be nicer or uh, you know but again everyone makes mistakes like that along the way you yeah. know yeah. it's not it's not you and just you that's no. done that in your life you just hope that somebody comes along that right. can steer you in the right, right direction and that doesn't always happen no. unfortunately right. and and it would be great if it did but listen if he didn't like me he wouldn't have written my college recommendation letter for me you know you just say you did know did you what? read yeah. that letter you're not supposed to right so uh, you don't know what he said that i do Get into it. <laughs> I no, did you? You're, you're not supposed to, but I read it. Of course okay. I did. Why are you mean you're not, not supposed to, to read it? You're not supposed to read it. Yeah, you, they, they put it in a sealed envelope. You're yeah. not supposed to know what the teachers had written for you. It's supposed to just be shipped to the college. Uh, and the college reads it, right? Yeah, well, I thought I put it with my... I shipped it to the college with, with the my app- application. Gotcha, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, but both of the teachers that I had, right, my, they, they have both passed away. Mr. McLean was my, my English teacher. He was amazing as well. Um, and I know. Did he like you? Yeah. All right. But he, you know, he liked everybody. Right. <laughs> Wait, you said both my teachers? Uh, both of, uh, of the teachers that wrote my college recommendation oh, okay. letter for gotcha. me, okay. uh, have, have passed away. But, you know, Mr. Quinn was uh, the most recent. <laughs> he no. was awesome, man. He was a really, really great math teacher. And, and uh, one time he had me. Uh, go, stay after class because I had called him dude, and I didn't know that I called him dude. But he said something, and I was like, uh, uh, "Dude, I don't know." And he's like, "What did you call me?" Yeah, I was like, "Oh, I don't know. What did I call you?" He's right. like, "Did you call me dude?" I was like, "Did I call you dude?" He's like, "Yes, you did." And he's like, "I'll see you after school," you know. And so, sure enough, after school, I had to write on the chalkboard. 99 milk bottles of sitting on the wall. <laughs> One fell down, 98 left, and yeah. I had to write that and. Uh, <laughs> I don't care. Like it's a great memory. I love that. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I, no teacher would have ever recommended me for college. No, I would have never gotten a letter from any one of my teachers. No way. 
You know, I, it would have been, I, I can't do that. Don't waste your time. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm sorry. Your money, they can write to the college. No, they were right to the college. Look, if you're looking for just a money grab, then yeah. accept this kid because, yeah. you know, He's they'll pay money. for it. Yeah. But it's, yeah. Don't expect any redeeming qualities from uh, uh, from your university. I'm, I, I'm taking a great risk writing this. You know what? I spoke to a woman whose um, high school counselors told her that, and, and they told her, you're not going to, uh, she had grew up in a terrible family situation, um, and they just said, you know, think of like an alternative school, something that you can do right out of high school. And she was so mad that they told her that, that she ended up um, applying for like, I think it was like 30 different scholarships. Each, they were smaller yeah, ones that would give right. her $100 and grant her. She ended up getting enough money to send herself to college. And now she has an extremely successful business. She's like a millionaire in, in New York. Uh, and she, I think she like ended up going back or sending her information to the counselor that said, you're not you shouldn't go to college. Um, did that indirectly motivate her to? Sounds I, it. I, mean? I Sounds think so. It, right? but she, she that also, wasn't the intention of the counselor, but it still motivated her. I, oh, it I was motivated. just motivated. Yeah, yeah. I think it's <laughs> I'm did, the best counselor in the world. It did motivate her, but she said, like her whole life, she knew she didn't want to be like her parents and and take that route. She wanted to be different, and she wanted mm. to do something different. So maybe that counselor motivated her a little bit, but I think she was headed in that way anyway. Okay. I'm gonna do a little reverse psychology here. I think you should be a prostitute. (laughs) (laughs) What? You wouldn't be so good as a counselor, Steve. Oh, my God. Somebody texted in and said, uh, yeah, he was my math teacher, too. Loved him, Casey. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe they'll call in. I don't know. That, that, that's a weird thing to think, though, that you... Um, but you know what? For years, honestly, I think, it, like, in my family, I think I was my dad's, you know... Favorite? <laughs> least favorite. No, oh, least yeah, favorite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and uh, not that you... And it didn't matter. He always showed love to me and everything like that. And then we're, we're, we're great now, but... It's one of those things like, I don't know, I don't know. If There's I... no way. You think if you ever asked your dad, he'd be like, yeah, you were my least favorite. There's no I, way, right? I, I know at a time I thought, I'm not making it, because I, <laughs> I was the wise ass, you know? And, and so I, I, I would throw in that comment when, you know, he would come <laughs> home and he would do classic dad things, like, oh, you know, from... I told you this Work story. All day, day. Blah, blah, blah. He comes to the door, and my mother says, "You know, Tom, my younger brother got a concussion at school today," <laughs> and so he goes, "God damn it!" And I go, and I, I'm standing next to him. I go, "These kids with their concussions <laughs> and, and, and stuff like that used to drive me nuts." Yeah. And so, but you know, later on, we have a great relationship. Not that he, and again, it's just something you think trying to mm-hmm. sort of in a way articulate what you were thinking, yeah. which was probably not the case and probably not the case for me. Mm. No, but, you know, I felt like in my entire school career from kindergarten through college, I had two teachers that I was like, oh, yeah, they liked me. You know, yeah. that was Ms. D, my sixth grade teacher, and then Mr. Falkmer, my uh, history teacher and homeroom teacher my freshman year of high I'm, school. I never really thought about whether teachers liked me or not. I just know the ones that I liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, yeah, that's a good... I didn't yeah, either. Yeah. I mean, I had, I remember, you know, my first grade teacher, Miss Spring, was very important to me. Uh, Miss Hedrick in, in eighth grade. Um, uh, my, my band teacher, Mr. Becker, was cool. Now, that's a pivotal teacher for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but but those were, yeah, there were just a handful throughout the years. I'm like, okay, I <clears throat> I like that person. But I never really thought much about whether they liked me or not. Um, are any of you, Steve said that he was not a favorite to his parents. Are any of you the favorite? Yes. I think I'm my mom's favorite. I think I was, yeah, yeah, uh, or uh, who knows, you know. And it doesn't my, mean my, my sister was a handful. Let's put it that okay. way. By the There's way, just two of us. I mean, you were so kind I think of a default... handful too. You 
crashed a car. Yeah. You broke ro- both wrists at her. Oh, I did party. all kinds of crap. Yeah. Yeah, I did all kinds of crap. But you stuff. were the favorite. I kind of got away with it. No, she didn't, he didn't break both wrists at the holiday party. He oh. stripped down to his underpants. I did that. <laughs> at the holiday party. And through his yeah. bikini briefs. Uh, yeah, my bikini. Thank yeah. you. They were jockeys. <laughs> and yes. he also threw a giant party. At his house uh, when his parents were in Japan. That's right. Uh, and that's my favorite. Would you have Mean Streets playing on the answering machine? Yeah. yeah I had Mean Streets and Van Halen on the answering machine telling everybody that my parents were out of town and the party oh my is God. here. And, and they called and heard it. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, yeah. Were you a my, my dad, he goes, get. Sorry, <laughs> the voice. I can tell. Get that goddamn message <laughs> off of the oh machine God, he now. He's in Japan right now, right? Yeah, yeah. They were, yeah. There was, you know, they were, they were way over there. They didn't, they couldn't I'm do anything. Back. But it wasn't, it wasn't this part uh, of the song. This is Mean Street. Yeah. You would call up, and the first thing you get. Hang on a second. I'm gonna let this play out. It's after little Eddie's intro here, and then it goes into the part that really kicks in, which is. Right about here, yeah. The parents are out of town. Oh my god! Woo! <laughs> you know, something stupid like that. And was it like it was like two weeks of parties? Uh, yeah. And by the way, I hit the post right when the vocals came up. I said, "So I'll see you later." Your, your, your career was sealed. Yeah. Let me ask you: Did you not at all entertain the notion that your parents would call that the phone? No, I did not yeah. entertain that notion at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I was an idiot. <laughs> I was an uh, absolute idiot. So, did both parents? Were you the favorite? Do you think? And again, uh, this is not casting an aspersion on. I think something that happens naturally. It doesn't mean someone is getting less love. Well, you were your mom's favorite. Were I you was. Not? I think I was my mom's. I think oh, I was. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I, I don't know, man. Who knows? And, and it changes know. throughout the years. They both I mean, probably hated me. When I was when I was a, a teenager, maybe I was more uh, a favorite because my sister was entering into her early 20s and parties. And right, all that right. Stuff. Hey, look, I learned from the best. I learned from her. So <laughs> I picked it what up along do, the way. What not so to do, what So they blamed her. Marissa? Uh, back to the school thing. I had the most humbling moment, Casey. A few years ago, I thought I would hand deliver the coolest teacher award to my science teacher had won oh, it. Yeah. So I was like, oh, I'll, I'll go over there. I'll say hi. I kind of look like a big shot yeah. rolling in, giving the event. So I actually walked in. I think it was an in-service day, and I walked into a teacher meeting, Okay, and I got stares. Ooh. Everyone was like... You were interrupted. Who's the old lady? No, yeah. It was like, <laughs> it was like can we help you? Oh, Hello? Oh. And I was like, uh... And I thought, like, I kind of preferenced it, like... A cool teacher. I was like, oh, I just have uh, something for Mr. Stein. And everyone kind of like cocked their head. And he was like trying to like make the connection. And thank God for my photography teacher, Pete Capano, and my math teacher, Mr. Matthews. They were the only ones. They were like, Marissa. And like, thank God. And like a few people were like, oh, yeah, I remember her. She's the one that used to skip their period and get yeah. high. Like, <laughs> and get high? Yeah. Oh, that's oh funny. Marissa, that's terrible. Wow. It was very humbling. It was very embarrassing. <laughs> well, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't imagine. I never thought of you as a third grade getting high kind of gal. But I guess so. No, not third, third grade. Period, third period, not third grade. Oh, well, Dear that's God. a whole different story yet. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're okay with it. <laughs> you know, back in third grade, we used to do <laughs> lines. Of, Gosh, that's young. Yeah. Wow. Uh, mainlining in kindergarten. Uh, so, well, yeah, that's sad news about your teacher. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure, Case, I'm sure he liked you. Yeah. yeah. He, I, don't I didn't. <laughs> what? I don't know how teachers do it. I don't know how they... It's hard. How they turn over... Uh, like they do uh, with students, uh, you know, that one, you get them for a year, sometimes mm-hmm. more than that, depending on, you know, what type of a school system you work in. But 
Um, they, 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 they get them for a year. They get to know them very, very closely. Um, intimately, and not the way that you you know that, right. that, that word. Yeah. Though there are many yes. movies about that, but but um, and then and then they're gone. Yeah, and then they move on, and then they have a whole new crew. They got to learn and get to know, and everything. any anything that's transitional like that. I think there's a probably a correlation between uh, that and 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 in a manner of speaking, working on a movie. Yeah, where you have a whole cast and you're working on for a couple months or whatever a year. And you're spending a ton of time with people, and then they they move on. Yeah. And to me, that's always sort of it's it's like the last day before a vacation ending. You know, it's like oh. here's a text that says, "I am a high school teacher, and can't tell you how many times a kid is asked if they are my favorite student oh. or not." And of course, it's always the kids that drive you nuts <laughs> that ask if they're the favorite. So there you go, Casey. Sure, yeah. yeah. That's you. Well, there you I go. remember. Uh, vividly walking into his classroom my senior year of high school. I had transferred into his class. I transferred out of Mr. Ancone's class into his class and I walked in and he was like, oh my God. This is the worst day of my life. (laughs) I think think he hated that I was a really good student, right? I think it would have been a lot better if I was a, uh, you know, you were a challenge, right? You gave him a workout. I did. He probably appreciated it. Oh, man. Uh, I just wanted to make this a quick little... Okay. Uh, and it just turned into a... No, it's not no, a problem. we're talking about. It meant a lot to you. That, I mean, you that's were, a big thing. You were curious if there were other people out there yeah. who... Um, what what was the, the, the question? Well, the, the more... It was more so like, I... I love this guy. I know I didn't and care. And I don't think this guy loves me. But it didn't matter to me because it, it like... Um, the relationship was ah. it was not on we weren't on even playing field right okay. he was my teacher right. and i admired him and i thought he was just a great um communicator a right. great teacher and i remember a lot you know not just the math but like a lot of other things that he had talked about he used to be a stutterer and he beat his stutter and he would talk in beats and that's how he beat his stutter and he told that, that you know that story to his class. You know what? There is an interesting concept when it comes to um, teachers, people, or instructors. People, people are showing you something. You gain a certain respect for them, and there is a, a not uncommon thing that can happen with the student. The student somewhat becomes enamored of the teacher and wants to have a relationship with him. By that, I don't mean a sexual relationship. No. I mean wants to be friends, wants to be close. Yes, to them. but there is a there is like a teacher tenant that is you don't form a personal relationship with the student. You keep these two things separate. This is your job. Yeah. This is our relationship. The relationship needs to stay that way. Um, which is unfortunate because there have been times where I've either had, you know, like a, a, a drum teacher or a martial arts teacher or something along the line, an instructor, where I've like, I really like this person. I'd like to be friends with them. And try to be friends with them, and they don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> well, it doesn't quite work, it too. Hurts. Yeah. yeah. But, but I think it's not a personal thing. I think it's just the... Look, it's a student teacher thing, and we need to keep that solemn. Now, there are people who cross the line sometimes, and or uh, they really do have a connection, and they they end up uh, forming a personal relationship out of that. But I, I I have read that that is a that's a fairly common thing that can happen. Remember that time uh, you wanted a special Christmas present, and you wrote a theme on it. <laughs> And uh, the teacher gave you a bad grade. Oh, yeah. Yes, I know. And I thought for sure. You were devastated. How could... I thought it was perfect. Not only that, but you <laughs> gave her a, a BB giant gun. fruit basket. Yeah. And then yeah. you brought that big fruit oh, basket. Oh, my God. That is so funny. A <laughs> <laughs> big pineapple in it. The kids are bringing like an apple. Um, but no, that uh, that scenario, that relationship... Is that um, unrequited? 
Is that uh, yeah? Is that I think it is kind of, kind of like an because I it's a it's I've a, had it, unrequited love in 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 my life outside of school. Obviously, I, I've experienced this, and it's been a disappointment before. Where it's yeah. like, oh, I I thought you know. You thought wrong. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. right? I thought wrong. But what Casey had brought up is you like someone um, and and you th- you realize they don't like you, but you don't care. You still like them anyway. Yeah. In fa- As a matter of fact, I had asked him at the end of my junior year. call that a stalker. <laughs> I said, how can I? I love you, man. You taught me calculus. <laughs> and I'll never forget it. Uh, well, I remember asking him towards the end of my junior year because that was my geometry year. How can I do geometry for the rest of my life? How can I turn this into a career? What careers incorporate geometry? How can I do geometry without you? (laughs) It would have required me to be a math major, which I did. I'm glad I, you know, my sister's a math teacher now. There's no way. No. There is no way I would ever want to. No. I barely got through, like, 100-level math in in college. Hey, here's here's another one. I'm sorry to jump in here, Case, but this uh, person says that particular relationship can happen with parents and teachers also, Mm -hmm. uh, especially in elementary school. This person is teaching your child. They're doing a great job with them. You appreciate what they do, and maybe you want to be friends with them or something like that. I want to be friends. But the teacher has to keep that relationship at arm's length. Anytime you have to do anything that's sort of uh, (laughs) assessing, grading, judging, Correcting, yeah. If you, you know, that that was a, a, a study that you know that was conducted years ago that determined, and, it, and and some people ignore it to their own folly. I think mm-hmm. is that is that uh, like kids and parents. Kids don't want their parents to be their best friend. They right. want them to be parents. They, they want, want them parents to be fair and loving and all that stuff. But they don't. They're not looking for another friend. I, I the teachers had always tried too hard to be my buddy. I was always like, huh. Eh? What's going on here? Yeah, yeah. I don't think I ever had a teacher that wanted to be my buddy. Mr. Long wanted to be everybody's buddy. He was an English teacher. And I loved the way he taught, but he was like, you got to ratchet it back, buddy. Yeah, Yeah, it was too much. Now, we had a a teacher in in middle school, Mr. Davis, and he was known as the quite, quote, unquote, the cool teacher. Yeah. Like uh, concert T-shirts and stuff hanging up (laughs) in in his room. No, he was a molester. Really? He, He went to jail. He wasn't teaching that. Uh, he 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 got busted flat out with it nice. with a kid that was a couple grades younger than me, and it was the yeah, it was bad, bad. Preston, elementary school, our gym teacher, <laughs> there was an issue, and he had to be reprimanded with a sixth grader. No, oh yeah, oh, yeah. dear God. That's All right, crazy. let's move on to something else. <laughs> I'm going to go to Clinton. Hey, Clint, you're on the air. Good morning. Hello, it's me, Gay Robot. I'm <laughs> Very good. What's up, buddy? So um, going on Casey's tangent, I uh, I had a teacher in my sixth through ninth grade year of uh, middle school. I had really bad dyslexia and a very bad speech impediment. And I always thought because I would stutter, I wouldn't read properly, he didn't like me very much. And I kind of turned that around and I didn't like him. But he was actually the inspiration that made me want to be a teacher today. Ah, that's cool. In the end, in the end he, he told me when I graduated high school, that I was his favorite, and he pushed me harder to overcome the trials that I had to, you know, eventually overcome to be where I am today. Well, that's, right. so that's a classic dynamic. It, it, stuff like that ends up in in, uh, in Disney movies, you know, story of overcoming, blah, blah, blah. But the truth is, is that sometimes that's the dynamic, and it worked very well for you. Yeah. He was definitely an inspiration to me, and wow. I hope I am an inspiration to him to others. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. yeah. Um, pay it forward. Yeah. yeah. Thanks, Clinton. Appreciate it. I think the odds are pretty good that we're not inspiring anyone. No. I'm going to go to Paul, who is a school principal. Paul, you're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. Can you guys hear me? Yes, yes. we can. All right. 
All right, so you you wanted to comment on, uh, uh, you know, uh, teachers being friends with uh, the students or parents or something along those lines? Yeah, so I am a school principal. I was a teacher for 12 years before that, and I work in a pre-K through 8. And there's actually existing school policy, which is like school law to the employees, that basically says that you can't be friends with Hmm. students and or uh, parents because – I think a lot of the media stuff with the one percenters of teachers who take advantage of those relationships made this happen um, because most teachers would love to be friendly with uh, students or parents who support you. Cause mm-hmm. It's a lonely profession sometimes, but there's just that fine line where you can't mix business with pleasure and you don't want younger people especially to – not understand the tenets of the relationship. Yeah, well, I, I think it brings in a yep. plethora of issues and questions and conflicts, and uh, it's better to just assume, you know, to, to keep those things divided, you know, rather yeah. than walk down that path, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah, and it's hard. We're, uh, our school, um, I was actually at a Camp Out for Hunger, Magnolia, little elementary school. Huh. Like, we're... We're just one square mile. Our Logan, our uh, slogan is one square mile of friendliness, and we try to do that every day. And, you know, I couldn't tell you how many Facebook requests, Instagram requests when they find you. A lot of us have, like, aliases online. <laughs> well, um, yes. Just for this reason. So yeah. they, they dissuade you from doing, from obviously uh, becoming <clears throat> friends with teachers, uh, with uh, uh, students and parents. On yeah. social media, I, I, and in case maybe you can verify this or not, but um, professional athletes are dissuaded from having a lot of them. Aren't they? Uh, what, fans? Having social media. Oh, with social media. Right. Mm. I and I, mm. No. They're pretty Do you see a lot mobile. of that? I don't. I don't follow a lot of athletes, but. Yeah. I always it's thought. definitely a school policy. Though, okay. All right. It's, Thank you, Paul. Yeah. Appreciate yeah. it, man. Take care. Thanks. Yep. I thought the athletes were like at least in football, where you know they have cheerleaders and stuff that they were dissuaded from interacting with the cheerleaders. That's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know that. Except for the replacements. Yes, yeah, right. Where it's encouraged. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we saw that movie. Um, hang on. Let me go to. Uh, let me go to Joe. Hi, Joe. Good morning. Hey guys. Good morning, everyone. How are you? Good. You wanted to uh, mention something pretty wild that happened with you. Yeah. So when I was seven years old, I had a massive uh, stroke. Wow. Yeah, pretty crazy. Uh, Required brain surgery. There was some paralysis involved for about a month and a half. Lengthy stay in the hospital, rehab. Mm. But um, I was in first grade at the time, and my first grade teacher actually donated blood for a transfusion that uh, helped save my life. Wow. Her name is Sister uh, Ampierre from St. Teresa's back in the day. That's 30 years ago. We're still pretty close friends to this day. That's nice. awesome. Really cool. Yeah. Yeah, pretty incredible, right? Nice. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Thanks, Joe. I'm glad that's a great cool. story. Enjoy your day, guys. Thanks All right, you a lot. too. We'll see you later. All right. Seven um, years old, man. Yeah. Yeah, seven and a stroke. Oof. I've never heard of one yeah. that young before. Well, mm. All right, well, sad news about uh, your Mr. teacher. Mr. Uh, yep. case, But he clearly made an impact in your life. And listen, mission accomplished by yep. him, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, yeah. What, it's what teachers do. That's how you That's how you become immortal. You live on in the memories uh, and uh, the thoughts of people that uh, that you have hopefully influenced for better and that they go on and pay it forward, as you're saying, Preston, mm-hmm. and, and you make your mark. I mean, you, you can't take the physical, you know, your, your accumulated things with you when you pass. But right. what you've done on Earth 
can continue on, and it looks like this is what this gentleman did for you. And you don't, like, I don't, obviously, you don't think about it at the time as a student, you know, the impact that all of these teachers have right. on your life. Well, you know, positive and, and negative, but, like, you know, mainly positive, and that, you know, how you carry it throughout your entire life. Like, I have memories of every single teacher from kindergarten through college. Right. So, uh, yeah, so thank you to all the teachers, especially and, Mr. Quinn. And, of course, we'll do our coolest teacher when uh, the end of the year comes up again. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back in a moment. we got the Bizarre File on the way. We also have the Great American Smokeout, Dr. Rosenberg <laughs> slash penis. Uh, we'll be by this Ooh, morning. that's painful. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll see if we can get some people to quit, and hopefully you can too. We'll be right back. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. You want to win an autographed Eagles jersey, an ultimate tailgating package, 2022 Eagles season tickets, or just good old cash? You could win when you enter Acme Swoop In and win sweepstakes. All you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopInAndWin.com for your chance to be the next big winner. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles and MMR's Preston and Steve Show. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Before we do the Bizarre File, I want to do a shout out. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is, hey, Presbo, my name is Samantha, and I want to send a big, wet, juicy shout out to my cousin Chris, better known as Ducky, from everyone's favorite wedding band, Drop Dead Sexy. Oh, wow. One of our favorite yeah, bands. They're great. And uh, she said, I want to congratulate him and his beautiful fiance Stephanie, on their recent engagement. And I know he'll all, he'll uh, get a kick out of this since uh, the main thing we bond over is your show. And quoting all of you. Uh, also, congrats on the Hall of Fame induction. Love you guys, Gadzooks. And that is from Samantha uh, Hermanson. So here you go. Shout out to Ducky. Chris, congratulations, man. That's awesome. And hopefully we will see you at next year's Camp Out for Hunger. Hopefully we'll have those house bands back. Do the old routine. Look at all the stuff that's coming back. Maybe not 100%, but like with the Christmas miracle and all the other things. All the signs. We're going there. One last shout out. Uh, Hey, Preston, my boyfriend, Rick Jackson, and I are huge fans of your show. Listen to you all every single morning. I'd like to send a shout out to Rick to wish him a happy birthday and happy anniversary. He's the best partner and father to my daughters, and we love and appreciate him for everything he's done for our family. Love, Jenny. So here's a shart for you. So that's uh, from uh, Jenny Faber. By the way, is that uh, that is, is that a uh, is that one of our self generated farts, or is that uh, the one we use cl- classically? This sound, or uh, that's my fart. That's Casey. Uh, nice, Casey's uh, nice. Honey, that was Jeff, right? No, that's me. This is me. This Jeff's is Jeff. The big one. There you go. And then this is Jeff. We wow. home source our gas. We do. We yeah. don't. We don't buy packaged stuff. And it's all free range. It is. Yeah. Yes. Hell. All right. Let's do the. <laughs> no. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you this morning by Iron Hill Brewery and their top-selling IPAs and seasonal beers. They are now available everywhere. Craft beer is sold locally, and you can visit IronHillBrewery.com and click Beer Finder to find a retailer near you. Steve, I think that fart, I actually texted to Kathy in the middle of a, a, a whole company meeting, and she opened it. No, it was it was our meeting. It was a morning show meeting, and I, I saw it, and I'm like, maybe I could, like, you know when you try to hit yeah. play and, like, quick turn down the volume? I'm like, yeah. all right, I'll just do that and, like, see what his video is. 
Yeah, well, I didn't get to it in time. <laughs> you need to do that again sometime yeah. soon. All right, a man has been uh, arrested after a fight that allegedly started when the man was, quote, humping someone's dog. John Miller. I'm trying to hump a dog here. This is in Florida, by the way. John Miller is charged with domestic violence, battery, domestic violence, aggravated assault, and criminal mischief. Miller was caught humping a dog. Oh, yeah. And when the owner confronted him, he said Miller attacked him, punching him in the head and upper body and leaving red marks and cuts. Uh, the victim said... Miller, I'm in love. Uh, Miller destroyed items in the house and the garage door. He said that Miller also grabbed a knife, threatening to kill him, leaving him in fear of his and his mother's life. What kind of world are we in where I can't have a sexual tryst with a dog? Uh, Miller is in the county jail with a $7,000 bond. I have another dog story. Gunther. All right, all right, all right. Gunther, the German shepherd, had a meeting with the real estate agents selling his Miami mansion that his handlers bought from Madonna. This is a true story, ladies and gentlemen. Run this by me again. All right. Gunther, the German shepherd, is selling his house, which he bought from Madonna. Huh. As crazy as it sounds, even by Florida standards, Gunther the Sixth inherited his vast fortune, including the eight-bedroom waterfront home once owned by the material girl from his grandfather, Gunther IV, and at least that's what the handlers who manage the estate say. The Tuscan-style villa with views of Biscayne Bay went up for sale Wednesday for $31 million, a whopping markup from the purchase two decades ago from the pop star for $7.5 million. The home also boasts... A gilded frame portrait of Gunther IV over the living room fireplace. The dog's lineage dates back decades to when Gunther III inherited a multi-million dollar trust from late owner German Countess Carlotta Liebenstein when she died in 1992. And since then, a group of handlers have helped maintain a jet-setting lifestyle for a succession of dogs. This is real. But... The dog does have the final say on purchases, correct? I don't know. Well, there are trips to uh, Milan and the Bahamas where the latest Gunther recently dined out at restaurants every evening. His handlers like to make sure that he's well socialized. A chef cooks his breakfast each morning. Yes, when he's done eating his poop in the backyard. (laughs) Made of the finest meat, fresh vegetables, and rice. Wow. Sometimes he enjoys caviar, but there's never any kibble in sight. And he travels by private jet. He works on obedience skills daily. His trainer uh, sleeps in a lavish, round red velvet bed overlooking the bay. And according to the realtor, the real estate agent, Ruthie Azulin, said he lives in Madonna's former master bedroom. Mm. Uh, She nabbed the listing with her husband, Ethan, for the 1.2-acre property in a row of a half-dozen waterfront homes next to a public county park and on the same street where Sylvester Stallone once lived as well. It's amazing. They say when Gunther gets up on the roof, he can look at the tent city next to the uh, <laughs> He literally freeway. sleeps overlooking the most magnificent view in an Italian custom bed in the, wor- in the uh, former bedroom of the great pop star. Uh, so Carla Riccatelli is one of Gunther's main caretakers and is on board... Uh, a board that manages the trust now worth almost $500 million. What? <laughs> it, it's the dog's money. It's run by a trust, but it's the dog's money. Isn't that weird? So, uh, uh, yes. And this is not the first time someone has left a, a huge estate to a pet. It's happened with cats as well. But 
Does any of the money go to, like, at least animal charities or anything like that? There isn't any word in this story. Yeah. Maybe it does, but the group is Or even, maybe a human now and then? Uh, the group has even uh, purchased sports teams, including a men's soccer team, a women's swimming team, and, yes, Gunther played on the field and attends the meets as well. Riccatelli, a 52-year-old animal lover who resides in Tuscany, uh, met the group taking care of Gunther nearly 30 years ago. She instantly connected with the dog and the mission of the trust and joined the team. She also helped form Gunther Rescue a few years ago to care for other animals as well. So there you go, Steve. And even with such an impressive schedule, Gunther still finds time to lick his own ass. Uh, as luxurious as his life sounds, he still has drama and hardships like everyone. Back in Italy, Riccatelli has two other dogs that Gunther lives with, his favorite playmates, but she also has six cats and a couple of chickens. <laughs> and she said it's a work in progress. How but, much are the chickens worth? Uh, I don't know, but yeah. have fun at work today. Yeah, all right. <laughs> this dog is selling his $34 million mansion. Unbelievable. All right. Here's another unbelievable story. A Russian cannibal killer has been jailed for life after stabbing three people to death and eating their raw flesh with vodka. Vladimir Yadny murdered the two men and one woman one night in a remote Siberian village. He carried out the first killings when he found two friends, a man and a woman, embracing when he returned from a shop to buy alcohol. Uh, he then decided to taste the flesh of the recently killed people, said Inna Nazova, ahead of the criminal justice department. She said he came in with alcohol on him and drank it as he was eating the meat. This is unbelievable. Rus- he- Russia has had some uh, very notorious cannibalistic serial killers like uh, Citizen X. Uh, he did not cook the flesh, but ate it raw. On the same night, he killed another man and Jeez. also ate his flesh. Police found the remainder of the third victim in a different location to the couple, uh, he was detained a few hours later and immediately confessed to the three killings. You know, even at my hungriest, I've always managed to whip up something that didn't include human flesh. Ah, uh, yes. All right, and then one last story. A DoorDash driver in Southern California was seen on surveillance video using a customer's residential building lobby as a toilet after dropping off an order. And by the way, going big potty, mind you. Oh, big okay. potty. Yes, uh, the building manager... Is that Uber craps? ...of a Brentwood apartment building was contacted by a resident in the building saying that there was feces all over the lobby of the 19-unit building. There's feces all over, feces all over the Doo-doo walls. Doo-doo feces? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, we when, have the f- actual phone call, Preston. When the building manager checked the surveillance video, she was shocked to see a DoorDash delivery driver using there a trash... doo feces thrown all over the walls. Uh-huh. Us- using a trash can in her building's lobby to take a dump. Oh Lisa Stanley said, what I saw... Uh, she, she was the customer, by the way. She she let it go. You know what they say. When you got to go, you got to go. And boy, did she ever. So this is a woman doing this. Yeah. Sounds more like a guy thing. It sure does. Stanley added, this is a health issue. You have a human being who's taking a poop in the middle of her job in a lobby of an apartment building. Oh, you caught the, that. And then resuming her job, which is delivering and touching food. Mm. When she contacted DoorDash support through the app to alert them what happened, the company sent her a response saying in part, Thank you for your patience, and I hope you're doing well. We do not condone this type of action and are currently investigating this with the information provided. Uh, The DoorDash official went on to say that the driver associated with her delivery is no longer able to deliver with DoorDash. Details of all investigations are kept private. In defense of the woman who took a dump in the lobby, the garbage can does kind of look like a toilet. Oh, it does? Yeah, look at what we're looking at right now. Uh, the company refunded her order and added an additional $20 credit to her account. Thank you for being such a loyal customer. As well as refunded the Dasher's tip, too. <laughs> All right, and there you go. That is what I have in the bizarre file. Remember when you just used to be worried about them grabbing a fry on the way over? <laughs> <laughs> now they're taking a crap yeah. in your vestibule. 
All right, why don't we take a break, come back in a second, get ready to uh, rid smoking from the lives of some listeners here on the Great Smoke Out Day on the President and Steve Show. Uh, we got a contest coming up this morning, too. Yeah. Multiple prizes to win, so hang in there. We'll be back in a moment. You know, we couldn't do the Camp Out for Hunger without all our sponsors. They make it happen. We couldn't do it without them. 93.3 WMMR. Highlighting our valued partners, the local businesses who donate products and services that help make Camp Out for Hunger happen. Hi, this is Chris Hopkins with Celebration Fireworks. This was our first year working with the Camp Out's food trucks and fireworks event, and it was a blast. Celebration Fireworks produces over 200 shows every year throughout the Delaware Valley. If you've got a wedding, carnival, or either a public or corporate event, then we're for you. Obviously, we put the celebration in fireworks and fireballs. Yeah, we put the fireballs in fireworks, too. You can find us at celebrationfireworks.com. See you next year. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Find out how you can make a difference at WMMR.com. This message brought to you by DellAutoGroup.com, where Jack really does sell them for less. Uh, just a quick reminder and a save the date. Coming up on December 17th will be the Preston and Steve Christmas Miracle, the Miller Lite Ugly Sweater Edition. Uh, next event where you can win tickets, because it's the only way that uh, that you can be a part of the broadcast, uh, will be at Saloon 151 in Westchester, and that's tomorrow night, 6 to 8 p.m. So stop by the MM Army. We'll have a chance for you to win uh, the opportunity to come and hang out with us that morning. It's going to be so cool to have that back. And it's a Friday, too. That's fantastic. We're looking forward to that. All right. Today, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, is the Great American Smokeout. And it's also the Vape Out, too. Yeah. It's become and a thing now, yeah. We have welcoming, we are welcoming back to our studio, because we didn't get a chance to do it here in the studio last year, the great Dr. Rosenpenis to our show this morning. Dr. Rosenberg. Uh, actually, Doctor, how you doing today? I couldn't be any better. Thank you. Excellent. Nice to see you again. Oh, we were going to play this. You. Oh, it's me, Dr. Rosenfenus. I'm just here to check out Sam Wick's file. That has roots in, in pop culture legend. Yes. Yeah. And from uh, Obviously from Fletch, and that's where we got Absolutely. your wonderful nickname, Dr. Rosenpenis. <laughs> yes, in fact, I, I put in a petition to change my name. Oh. <laughs> so, good luck. We're trying that. Good luck. Trying. He is, oh, my God. On this day, on the Great American Smoke, and I, I've called you the the Thor of, of, uh, of uh, him. Yeah. Being, but you, we have seen, we have witnessed you turn people's lives around with doing this. It's something that haunts people. So much the the will to give up smoking and now vaping, which is an issue for for many people. And um, you know, it, we keep getting. I'll get emails from people who attended one of the ones that we've done over the years, and 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 they they can't believe how quickly it came about. So, and this is something you can do for anybody, and and in whatever way is comfortable for them. Correct. That is correct. Actually, uh, because of uh, the uh, great number of people who are interested in doing this, we do have. Uh, office appointments available as yeah. well as remote appointments available. I've been doing remote actually for 20 years with people out of the country and out of state. Yeah. So we're set up to do that and it's it's been great. I was reading uh, an article actually this morning. Uh, the number of smokers has steadily declined in recent years but uh, efforts to control tobacco use uh, must continue in the face of tobacco industry activism. This is according to the World Health Organization. They were saying that you know, it's it's it continues to decline, which is showing. You know, more people want to quit. To give up. Yeah. Here's the deal: I was a longtime smoker. Um, I never, uh, even though I enjoyed smoking, 
I wanted to quit. Yeah. Like, the whole time, I don't know anybody who smokes that doesn't want to quit. They may like smoking, but they know that they shouldn't be doing it and yeah. that they should quit doing it. That's 100% it's a, correct. It's yeah. such a weird yeah. dynamic when you are a smoker and you're like, I really like this. I really want to quit this. My, you know my, what I mean? Well, Claire, my wife has said if there was l- no medical downside attached to it, she would l- light up immediately. Right. But it's not the case. You know what it does, and you know over the long term how, how bad it can be for you. Um, so doing this and the methodology that you employ um, is, is very effective. And again, I say to people who are reticent to believe it, we have witnessed time and time again it's success. So, uh, it does work. I'm always astonished. Yeah, but it does work. Yeah, and I I quit uh, 19 years ago. Uh, wow. And yeah, and it's awesome. I could never ever ever see myself ever going back to it, and just think back of like, wow, it was a really stupid thing for me to get well, started doing in the first place. You yourself are are reticent to recommend your methodology, which was to become a raging alcoholic. Drink heavily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you'll quit. No, that's, no, that's not that the way. way to do it. <laughs> no, no, not the way to do it. You need an association with something unpleasant, which is kind of what you do, right, Doctor? That is correct. Yeah. Yes, I do make cigarettes taste terrible. Mm-hmm. And they do. I mean, mm-hmm. when you're ready to quit, they taste mm-hmm. terrible. Yeah. yeah. So By the way, here's, it. here's a text that came in. Uh, Joe from New Jersey texts in. Good morning, President Steve. Uh, I want to thank you all so much. It's been two years now since I smoke. It said that I'm smoke-free. Thank you, Dr. Rosenpenis. Yay! Uh, yeah, I mean, we, we get mm-hmm. uh, letters like that all the time. Yeah, 30-year smoker. Oh, he's from Nottingham, not New Jersey. Sorry. Okay. Okay. But anyway, you must know Robin. a 30-year guy that uh, just texted me the other day. He said he's... He's free 30 years now. By the way, the same methodology to varying degrees is like I I listened to a uh, um, a, um, sort of a meditation that you gave me a couple of years ago. And I've contacted you. I'm going to want to update that. But it does it does work, and it can, you can you can do uh, anything, uh, whether it be a, an eating disorder or a phobia or a fear. All of that stuff can yeah, be handled in a similar fashion. Anything you want to do. I have a lot of people with uh, COVID stress. I mean, yeah. we're we're dealing with so much uh, in this day and age that this type of meditational situation works beautifully. Well, yeah. with with nicotine and with a lot of these things that you uh, help with, but especially nicotine. You're first physically addicted to the substance, right? So you, you know, as somebody who, you know, is sober, like you have to get over that physical addiction first, right? And after like you are able to rid your body of that for a little while, then there is the mental part. Well, actually, yeah, Casey, the the hypnosis takes care of that physical addiction also because what you're doing is you're actually showing them how to relax so that you don't have that jonesing for Mm -hmm. the nicotine. And so is that jonesing physical and mental at the same simultaneously? It's both. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then I tell everybody, look, cleanse your body of the nicotine, drink a lot of fluids for mm-hmm. three days, take vitamin B. B complex is great to take the place of nicotine, and in three days you're clean, and three days no more nicotine is gonna rule you anymore. Cool. And your your lungs have the ability to uh to heal themselves. Um, in, in a fairly yeah. decent amount of time. No, you're right. They can bounce back. Yeah. Uh, so if, if you're like, because I, I know people have gotten to the point like, well, what's the point now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes, in 20, there is a point. 24 hours, your respiration is back to normal. Okay. Uh, wow. Interesting. That is crazy. Um, so you have a special deal for those who can't be here with us today uh, who would like to get on board with the Dr. Ro- Rosenpenis plan. 
Uh, and that's through quititnow.com. And isn't there a discount for Preston and Steve listeners? That is correct. Yeah, they get $100 off for oh. the visit, which nice. brings it down to $150 to stop smoking. At $10, $12 a pack, two weeks, you paid for it. Yeah, yep. there are yeah. some who pay for it in just like two days. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, just, a yeah. pack a day, pack yeah, a day smoker, bl- it's two weeks. Right, yeah, yeah. it's crazy two how much it is. Two pack a day smoker, you know, do the math. Hey, yeah. have you um, have you been operating uh, virtually uh, since the uh, pandemic and so on? Yeah, okay. we're, we're actually in the office uh, two days a week and virtually three days a week. Okay. And I've been doing virtual for 20 years with people who are out of the country and out of state. Oh. So we've been set up to do this for a long time. We we do the session, and I email a tape of the session to everyone, and they practice it, and they're good good to go. It's yes. a very good sort of ASMR delivery, Preston, on yes. the, like on the, uh, the, the, the my recording, which I listen to, okay. it's on my phone. And then another benefit, if you do schedule an in-office meeting, when I was there last time, there was a profound smell of baking bread coming up from uh, that is correct. <laughs> one of the restaurants. Yeah. Oh, there's a restaurant? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there nice. are three, actually, and, and the food smells are great sometimes. <laughs> so, uh, but the weight loss sessions, uh, the people all say, where's the pizza? <laughs> uh, nice. Well, listen, we have a group of six people. We have uh, Wes, Susan, Dan, Patricia, Tim, and Tim, who are all in a boardroom that we have down in the basement uh, that you're going to head into, and you're going to walk them through, uh, and we're going we're gonna to listen in. We've got uh, microphones down there, and uh, we're going to uh, check and see how things are going. Uh, we will do that, and I want to just take a moment to congratulate you guys on your Hall of Fame. Oh, oh yeah. thank you. I mean, it, it, you guys do phenomenal things, and... Uh, actually, I have a, a shout out for a couple of <laughs> of uh, your big fans. I'm ready oh, to go. My uh, Masonic Lodge uh, 295, Melita, uh, Nick Viola, one of your biggest fans. Uh, Josh Hartley, a big fan of yours, and Kelly's mom listens to you every day. Hey! Kelly is is Kelly your assistant? No, Kelly is her mom. Kelly, oh. Kelly is oh, her oh, mom. I'm sorry. Uh, this who? is Kate. Okay, so Kate's mom, Kate's Kelly. Kate's mom, Kelly yeah. is a big fan. Big okay, fan. yeah, nice. But those guys love you, and they wish you well, and they they want to congratulate you also for the Hall of nice. Fame induction. Thank you're, you. You're a Mason. I didn't know that. Yes. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about ten years now. Okay. We went to the uh, the main hall in. Uh, I know. It I, was I, amazing. I, it was. Yeah, it seems cool. like fifteen years ago we did it, but we loved it. Yeah. You guys really, uh, if you would like. Be our guest to come to our lodge one day. We'll take you for a tour of the building and show you the whole place. Nice. Cool. Excellent. Uh, it's a phenomenal organization. Do-gooders just like you. You're Excellent. do-gooders. Well, thank nice. you, ma'am. All right. Well, let's send you on your way, and uh, we'll have you head down there, and we'll check in, okay? Absolutely. Dr. Rosenberg, yeah! I'd hit that. Sorry. Uh, so, the, yeah, you can get out of here. Get the hell out of here. Go on. Go, care, go, go change people's want, lives for the better. I want the music back. So uh, here, it was the Dr. Rosenpenis. Yeah. He's on his way. You have something like that hanging over your head. Oh, what? He gave you a gift. He loved oh, me. thank you, doctor. You can leave now. Go. Get out of here. I said, say goodbye. Right now. All right. No, this is a, what is this? It kills viruses. Oh. Oh, okay. It's a powerful UV light lab testing technology. Ooh. Portable folds down. Works on most surfaces. And it's a disinfecting UV light that he gave me. So I'll put that on my vibrator. Love that. <laughs> nice. Uh, so we got a few minutes before he gets down there. Yes. We can uh, chat about some things. And uh, there was something I wanted to mention. What? Well, let me check it? my list here. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Well, I have a bunch of different things here uh, right. that can be talked about that are kind of time sensitive. Are you? If we don't get, oh, 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 are we drunk? Right? Well, I, I guess so. But um, what was that? But I had an order here. Oh yeah, kind of sucks to hear. Uh, but it's looking like uh, Thanksgiving is going to be stormy in the Northeast and Midwest. Forecasters from the National Weather Service predict a large scale weather pattern. You that will extend into midweek. All right, so so listen. I take it all with a grain of salt because the ability for to be accurate this far out is very limited. So it could be the greatest day ever. It could be eighty five and clear skies. Um, Probably so, not. Uh, the National Weather Service says a cold front will sweep across the Midwest into the Northeast on Sunday to Monday, uh, with rain expected across much of the eastern U.S. Uh, forecasters say some snow is expected as colder air arrives behind the storm and gusty winds will develop in the wake of the storm ex- exiting uh, New England. Go to hell. Uh, but they should not have a dramatic impact on air travel. We should be okay there. But it's gonna, I, I don't like your house going to be crappy, brother. Let's, let, what I'm really hoping for is for the parade, too. Is that, yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. The parade is so important and to have it back and have... That sense of excitement. If we can get a nice day, you think you think you could do that for us, Mother Nature? <laughs> do you think they're getting better at uh, predicting no. from now or predicting what weather weather, weather patterns and and yeah. uh, you know from weeks out and you know or or let's say ten days out? I can tell you which I use the WMMR weather app and yeah. it's one hundred percent. It's the only weather out there. Yeah, weather app out there that is one hundred percent. Uh, this was this other story. This isn't what I meant to lead with, but um, doctors generally agree that uh, bigger isn't better in terms of body health. However, studies have shown now that having a large butt can potentially increase a person's longevity. I've heard this. Yeah. Ow. <laughs> Who's giggling over there? <laughs> a TikTok video. Detailing the rump-repping research garnered nearly 50,000 views since it was posted on Thursday. And uh, this is according to Dr. Karen Rajan, who said, if you have a heavy-duty derriere, you might live longer. I'm going to live forever. Uh, TikTok followers. he has uh, been around forever. <laughs> he's amassed over 4 million TikTok followers for his videos describing surprising health factoids. Other fun videos have described a special shortcut for getting... Uh, Gauging penis proportions and the importance of never passing on passing gas. So is Kathy an eternal? She might be an eternal. <laughs> yeah, we'd have to give her a name, but yes, yeah, she, she might be an eternal. Big butt. The, listen, the 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 butt fascination is absolutely on high these days. And, and there, yeah, I sent you over a story, Preston, about you know somebody doing the injections and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's never been a better time to be. Um, in, I, you know, you know I agree. Yeah, I never have like really big butts. Yeah, uh, no, and you true. can't deny. <laughs> never been my thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, your wife doesn't have. She doesn't have a big butt. No. Um, wait, one of my favorite things. Remember Henry, um, who was the yeah. boxing trainer. I used sure. to train with him for years, and when he would text me to confirm our training sessions, right. it would always end with um, a picture of a girl's butt with two cinnabons on them. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. He's like, "We working out today?" And then that picture. <laughs> uh, in the thirty-four second clip entitled "Thick Thighs Save Lives." Uh, the ample bottom advocate explained that fat deposited in the gluteofemoral region, the thighs and the buttocks, can reduce the risk of cardiovascular and metabolic disease in comparison to having more visceral fat, which increase, uh, encases the organs. Uh, interesting. So it's a matter of what fat is better than the other. Yeah. You know? So 
Uh, this is because the two types of fat behave differently, with the visceral version potentially enveloping organs and therefore releasing fatty acids uh, like uh, cytokine, which can cause heart-damaging inflammation per the video. Yeah, you can't twerk with organ fat. On the other hand, the fat around the fanny is typically distributed uh, under the skin. Uh, therefore, this subcutaneous marbling uh, can actually act like a sponge. It can store fatty acids and go. stop it going into the internal organs. They said uh, the doctor said, "Think of it as a blubbery buffer against cardiovascular attacks." Cool. It, it's, <laughs> can you twerk? By the way, Kathy, do you nah, know how to do that? I, I can't really do the. Um, I mean, I know the motion of it, right. but I can't really get the as fast as they go. Make the butt clap yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. seen oddly enough, I've seen more um, streamline women do it. With uh, that, you know, that that sort of thing going on. The smacking noise? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think you don't necessarily need a big giant butt to twerk. Like, there's some right. little girls that can twerk their heinies. <laughs> you ever seen a guy twerk? Yeah. Okay, really? they can do it? They can do it, we too. Do it. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it. There's no, no, way. no. If anybody could do it, it would uh, be Casey. I, I don't think so. Yeah, didn't you, you did got twerk? Moves. You did it when you had the um, those butt leggings on. Did I? Yeah, I think you were twerking that day. I'm just saying no because I don't want you to make me twerk right now. <laughs> Why? No, no. I think he would be able no. to. We'll save know. that for Christmas miracles. That's if right. he ever has. Uh, <laughs> Nick pulled up a video of a guy twerking that I'm watching, and yeah, okay, yeah, guy can do it. <laughs> can the clergy do it? That's God. what I wanted. You know what's funny? I get my butt from my dad's side of the family, too. Like, my mom doesn't have a big butt. Mm. You got a Janice Joplin butt. <laughs> oh, yeah. my God. Did she have a big butt? No. Probably. She was she's tiny. Big, she, no, she wasn't. She was a big girl. She was? Uh, was she? Or yeah. maybe maybe right before she died. She, she wasn't. Was, yeah. She was 6'5". She, she was not svelte, no, no question. No, no, no. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, all right. She was 6'5", Steve? <laughs> Uh, so, uh, we'll have to work on the science behind the twerking, but right now I have the science behind a finger snap. Ah. Yeah. Yes. There's a new study that shows, uh, that snapping may not, uh, seem too impressive, but this new study shows that it kind of is. Uh, researchers from the Georgia Institute of Technology found finger snapping is the fastest acceleration that the human body is able to produce. Oh, wow. So they're using their grant money wisely down there. Yeah. Uh, uh, what about, um, okay, so what about a sneeze? Does it exceed a sneeze? Because I've, I've always heard that the wind generated by a sneeze is almost tornadic. Well, that might be possible, yeah. but that's not... The, yeah. the wind is in a human body part, so right. nothing's moving that fast. I mean, um, so according to this, the, the tip of the clicked digit reaches the palm in just uh, seven milliseconds. Uh, right now, the amount, uh, the right amount of friction is key for storing up energy for a good snap. And I actually saw in this story that that's, it's the reason why Thanos could have never snapped with that uh, goblet on because he didn't have the right friction between the thumb and the finger. Right. Uh, it wouldn't have worked. Okay. You um, have to have that. All right, so seven milliseconds. So that would be the point zero seven. Uh is it is a millisecond is one hundredth of a second, I think, yes. Okay. Because you guys ever play with a stopwatch and you see how quickly yes. you can yes. start and stop it? Mm -hmm. I've I've done faster than point zero seven. Okay. Are you the flash? I am pretty much the flash. <laughs> Um, but like I could, you know, as a kid, I'd play with that for <laughs> well, ever and ever. Trying to get it down to the, yeah, as, yeah, as quickly as you could. A millisecond is a thousandth of a second. I okay. was incorrect. So that's seven thousandths of a second. How's okay. your snapping game? Uh, it's great. 
Well, the sound of the snap isn't the finger leaving the thumb. It's the, actually the finger hitting the, the base of the, base of yep. the thumb. Right I can actually uh, do uh, two snaps with each hand. Oh, yeah. Uh, or I can do four. Nice. I can snap with my ring finger and, and middle finger, so that's, that's pretty cool. That's like a huge accomplishment when a kid learns how to snap. Snap fingers? Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yep. I know. So I, my, can my wife, Claire, can she, there's one of them she can't do. She either can't whistle or snap. Or snap. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I've, uh, yeah. Uh, Caroline can't whistle. Right, right. Um, but I believe she can snap. Yeah. I, I can't snap. No kid. No, nah, I'm terrible at it. Never, huh? got, never really got it. Yeah, but I'm like a when little I, bit compared to that. Instead of a crack, yeah, it's yeah, pretty poor. I think it's because when I'm, I'm looking at you, know. you my, do too much fingertip and not enough. And then I, I think I need more thumb Just on my. Look. Yeah, more thumb. You need on more. My, you need more pad on your middle yeah. finger. Yeah, is what you need. I peel a ban- banana wrong too. <laughs> How, wait, why do you peel? We have it many wrong? shortcomings. Yeah, I gotta, you peel f- you're supposed to do it from the bottom to the top. You do it from the top to the yeah. bottom. Most people do it from the top yeah, to the bottom. Yeah, you don't do yeah. it. So don't worry about it. Okay, thank you. It's it is good. easier the other way, though. So the findings not only show how finger snapping works from a physics perspective, but also may help develop more versatile prosthetics. So, Steve, there is a, uh, there's apparently a real application to the grant money. That's cool. They, they, what they've done now with cybernetics and robotics uh, as far as giving appendages back to people. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you've seen the latest advances, but they're amazing. The most recent uh, Real Sports episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. which, by the way, is some of the finest journalism out there. Yeah. I'm not even a big sports fan, but yeah. I, I should really try to watch Real Sports every week because it's just outstanding journalism. Uh, but they had a um, 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 uh, mountain climber um, or a uh, rock wall climber. Yeah. And uh, he had lost both of his legs. He uses prosthetics. And he had a friend recently who was going through an amputation. And it was a story of these two guys. And the particular amputation that his friend was going to go through was experimental in nature. And he decided to go through with the procedure. And it is essentially they did an amputation where they left the nerves in such that it feels like he still has his leg. Yeah. You've heard of phantom pains. Uh-huh. This is different than that. Right. Okay, so this literally the guy feels like he still has his leg there and can uh, direct his brain to move things. Well, they have now hooked that up to a prosthetic what? at which he can move his foot around for uh, as much as he wants. And so much so that even if he's just sitting there with his like leg crossed yeah. or something like that and he's talking... His foot kind of fidgets a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It just kind of moves around like you might do involuntarily. That's when that's... And, and, so, and now he, he is back to climbing again uh, and is able to use his uh, his feet properly. There's one foot uh, that has the prosthetics. Amazing. Well, the, what I've seen uh, is the arm and hand and the... Um, so, so doing things from grabbing a can... At, yeah, and then grabbing like a feather, Preston. You know the the, the levels of sensitivity yeah. that you need to to do both of those operations. Uh, amazing. Yeah. So uh, that's part of this research. The snap. Well, getting back to the snapping, though, what is there a simple human function that you can't do that you wish you could do? I can't. I can't have bowel movements. Oh, <laughs> no, no BMs. No, you can't make. I can't um. I don't know. Because you can whistle, like, uh, tongue whistle without using your fingers. Like and that, I yeah. wish I could do that. Yeah. And, I, and I can't do that. But I can do it with, with fingers. But as a bike rider, I wish I had that ability to warn, you know, uh, cars that I'm coming. Because, right. you know, you don't know if a car sees you or not. So right. my cousin has that. Put a he... car horn on your helmet. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I could, I guess, maybe put a horn on my, <laughs> on my bike. 
But wiggy, I don't want to do that. Wiggy, wiggy. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Um, yeah. Uh, I, can't think, let, I can't really think of anything else. Uh, I mean, there's some people that, you know, have never ridden a bicycle before uh, that are full-on adults or don't know how to yeah. ride a bicycle yep. and or, or swim, uh, things like that. So, you know, skills that seem like they're pretty... You know, everybody ought to know how to do. You this. figure this is something you would have learned, you know. But yeah. but sometimes that stuff eludes you. Like we had uh, what what uh, Chuck, uh, you know, wasn't uh, hadn't tasted kind fruit. very generic kinds of fruit. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, my friend Justin, he was a, a really he could gleek on on cue. You know, what gleeking is it's right? a little spit stream. Uh-huh. Yeah. And, uh huh. And case. Yeah. You can do it all, man. I can do that. I, I can shoot it. I can hit Kathy from here. Oh, God. No, no thank you. Please. You sure? Right. Yeah. <laughs> Steve <laughs> might be about a foot out of my range. Okay. Right, hang on. Um, How but, about here? Oh, I need a drink. Hang on. Oh, so on you on. ran out of juice, man. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, <laughs> You got to top that off. Doesn't the light come on when you're low? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, no there problem. You go. Dude, got mm-hmm. it. <laughs> I'll do it at the camera. <laughs> I hit the camera. Did you? If it can go slow, they should need to slow that down like there's a Bruder film. Uh, yeah. Oh, God. I used to do that all the time. God, you know what else is a stupid thing we used to do like that is, uh, I have showed you before, flipping pennies. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I can, I can, I could hurt you. I could put a welt on you if if I was in my prime. Right. I don't think I could when do it When you're on anymore. the penny team. I can also do it straight up, uh, which is kind of interesting. Captain of the penny team over here. He doesn't like to brag, though. <laughs> over here. <laughs> you guys know what jelking is? No, no, what? No, I didn't I either. Do it though. Uh, no, you don't. <laughs> no, I don't. No. I, so somebody texted in Casey to your uh, answer to your question. Yes, I wish I knew how to jelk. Uh, jelking is uh, stretching your penis in certain directions <laughs> to um, to manipulate the penis tissues. Uh, I'm sorry, I, I I don't understand. Here's a Stret- clinical explanation on the screen here, pressed in the studio. Uh, it involves massaging the tissues, stretching the skin to create micro tears. Uh! That look engorged when they heal. So it's to make you look bigger? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's yeah. that's actually part of muscle growth in general. There's but... some people that will wear weights, believe right. it or not. I just had never heard of that term before. Jelking. Yeah. <laughs> I do penis curls. We had, in the studio at Y100 years ago, we had the puppetry of the penis guys in. Yes, we did. It was crazy. Kathy, were you working with us I at that was, time? I was, yes. That was insane. Yeah. And I mean, they did. They just dropped their pants and were uh, and, and started playing, I mean. and, and started twisting their their units yeah. around to make, make different, different shapes. Things. Yeah, uh, I rem- I'll never forget the one called the sailboat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, it was hilarious. Make me a bicycle. Yeah, <laughs> make me a bicycle. I wonder if those guys, if that still exists anywhere. The puppetry of the penis. By the way, they were touring. Oh yeah, yeah. They were they were doing a show yeah. in yeah. town. Yeah. They would get up on stage and manipulate their junk like that. It was weird. And people loved it. Absolutely. We had we had a bunch of women in the studio that were cracking up. You're kidding me. It still exists? The ancient uh, Australian art of genital origami. Yeah. Okay. You can go to Vegas. It's in Vegas? Yeah, they do uh, Australia, Vegas. You can go for a bachelorette party or a bachelor party. Wow. Okay. They also do corporate meetings. They should. Well... <laughs> All right, um, let me see. Should we check in with Dr. Rose I think penis so. yeah. and see how they're doing yeah. down there? I mean, we're talking about penises. We may as well yeah. segue right into that. All right, so uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, today's a Great American Smokeout. We have Dr. Rosenberg, who is with our uh, listeners, Wes and Susan and Tim and Dan and Patricia and Tim, and they want to quit smoking. So uh, he is walking them through the 
um, hypnosis process right now, and we have a microphone in the uh, room that they're in. Let me turn this up and see what we'll hear. To the understanding <laughs> that I want to go deeper and deeper that I can. Is he talking about sex? Yeah. This time, from 10 down to zero. Down to the elbow. So 10 down to zero. So he's getting ready to... He does this in my... my Getting ready to to put you into the the trance, I guess, for lack of a better term. Eight. Seven. Initiate sequence started. (laughs) Six. Going down. Five. Deeper. Harder. Deeper. Three. Deeper. Two. And again, five. I thought you were going to hit like a car crash or something like that, but the explosion was much better. Two. One. Zero. Deeply relaxed. All right, he's got them relaxed. Deeply subconscious. He's got them subconscious. It is my subconscious mind that is working for me to help me. Um, the so the same approach is done on just because I wanted like a sort of a transcendental meditation type thing about twenty minutes if, so I can get rested. Lasts about twenty minutes. He uses that same approach, that same countdown, mm-hmm. uh, and it becomes um, it, 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 you, you're you're hearing it without actually hearing it, and so um, you're, you're open to the suggestion of the re, the relaxing relaxation. It really works. It's so very effective. What what kind of um made me understand hypnosis was a description that was this one time because I've never really been successfully hypnotized. I've never really tried to do it. And I've done meditation and things like that where I've gotten into that kind of state on my own. Right. um, If you're ever kind of quote unquote zoning out, Mm -hmm. if you you just find yourself catch, uh, if you catch yourself just staring at nothing uh, for a moment and and there's just, and and you're just blank for a second, that is is a form of hypnosis. You're like in a mild hypnotic state. And if you've ever while that had someone ask you a question and you just kind of robotically go, yeah, or something like that, you are kind of doing what happens in a hypnotic uh, interaction with, with someone who's putting you in a trance and then putting you through a series of questions and things like that. Yeah, you're nailing it because many is the time I will have to look over and realize that it's run to the end or I don't even realize yeah. I've listened to all 20 minutes. And that is kind of a, desi- a desired result. Yeah, so that's what... And I remember it being described that way. I'm like, okay, because I was wondering, could yeah. I be hypnotized? My mind wanders a lot, and I don't know if I could... Yeah. If I could, you know, focus enough to really let myself relax enough. But I know that I have definitely been in that kind of, like, just zoning out for a moment thing. That's sort of it. And that's yeah. where you are in, in that kind of state. There is... And you're open to suggestion at that point. And Ella Fitzgerald... Uh, tape that's oh. supposed to relax you, but it doesn't work at all. It doesn't work yeah, at yeah, all? Yeah, it's oh, a, like man. a scat thing, okay. and it's too kinetic. You would think. Yeah. Uh, she's one of the greatest voices of... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and five, four, three, scat. Uh, so, Dr. Rosenpeasen is, is going to... Peasen? Peasen? Dr. Rosenpeasen <laughs> is going to continue uh, down there. Uh, one more quick thing, I guess, from the junk drawer. I think oh, we're yeah. in that uh, real quick, and then we'll, we'll have to take a break and come back in a moment. Because we do have some things to give away. Um, 
So you've heard all these warnings about Christmas shopping, getting it done early, yep. product shortages, supply chain blockage, blah, 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 blah. But big retailers are saying that they planned ahead and did what they needed to be ready and have enough stock for the holidays. Well, that's encouraging. That's most. Uh, it's the most important time of the year for them. So this is according to some of the biggies. So like Target. Target reported yesterday that its inventory at the end of the third quarter is strong at 17.6% higher than last year. Walmart's inventory was up 11.5% in the third quarter over last year. And uh, TJ Maxx, Marshalls, and Home Goods. Uh, say all, an excellent inventory position is where they are right now. Give a woo for your favorite. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, Target's the one that started their holiday discount sales prior to Halloween because mm-hmm. they were saying that there were going to be these issues. And Listen, now they're saying, no, never mind. No, there's not. There will be certain things that will be, um, and you can kind of guess if you're ordering something that's a very specific thing that maybe still has to be shipped. But in general, what they're saying, as Preston was saying, they're fully. They had, stopped. regardless of the supply chain issue, which is which is real. But but that they had they had they automatically built in a buffer because we're in such a volatile time anyway. Mm. Yeah, yep. <laughs> I think I think they're doing the early discounts and the early sales because not as many people are going to take advantage of them. Not that there's not going to be sales prior to, but like Target does, um, they're infamous for their gift card. Um, sale. They, they, you love that, don't you? I do, and they did it before Halloween this year. So mm. if you didn't know about it, you, you're out on that. You're not going to get that. You're not going to get that. Yeah, you're not going to get that gift card special. I was also reading an article the other day about you know inflation right now, but the fact that people are still the buying is going on. People are buying like crazy. So um, that is, I don't know if that feeds the problem. I, I don't understand how inflation works. I don't get how all that stuff happens, but the more, the more money that's in circulation, the value is the worth of the money. Okay. Yeah. I still don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, so if you're looking for something in particular though, and it's very, very specific, you want to order it ahead of time, uh, just to make sure that you got it because the holidays are coming up. Listen, quick, whatever. You, and hey, we got the Christmas miracle coming up. Yes, you know, we do. which yes, could we do. Uh, help you get some good Christmas uh, presentage, which is not a word. Yep, uh, it's on the seventeenth, by the way. Yeah, and uh, just hang tight for details on that. All right, that's it. That's, uh, that's the drawer wrapping it up. Uh, and as we wrap it up, I'll, I'll, we'll listen in one more time. Dr. Rosen Penis. I would be highly embarrassed. I go towards the kitchen. What's he doing? I pull out a pair of scissors. I cut open the package wrapper. I unzip my pants. Oh, my God. I place all the cigarettes on the counter. Okay, he's placed, He's going to place a very negative image. Cigarettes that have vomit on the filters. Ah, vomit, vomit on I the filters. Those two cigarettes and the vomit-coated package wrapper. I put it into a paper towel. I wrap it up. I put it at the bottom of the trash. I open up all the windows. The air smells like vomit. It's gross. I, it actually works. I take the scissors. I wipe them off. I wipe down the counter. Ridding it from your life. I've got to get it cleaned up. Kathy's coming over. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this works. We definitely have uh, loads of people who have uh, checked in with us about it over the years who have quit for good. Due to Dr. Rosenberg, you can go to his website, quititnow.com. By the way, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we're going to play a game. Yep. Yeah. We're dusting off a game we haven't done in ages. Stay with us. Acme Marketing. 
Markets proudly supports Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. Your donations are needed to make this year's Camp Out a success and help families struggling with food insecurity. You can make a difference right now. Visit your local Acme throughout November and make a donation at the register when you check out. Acme will ensure your generous gift goes to local hunger organizations like Phil Abundance to provide a lifeline for area families in need. Go to WMMR.com for complete details and a list of especially needed food items. Camp Out for Hunger from Acme Markets and 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. We are going to play a game that we have not played in a long, 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 long time. Casey kind of brought this up the other day and he's like, you know, we haven't done this in a while and I'll bet there's a lot of movies out there that we could grab clips from for this. So, this is called Bilingual Theater. There comes a time when we heed a certain And what we've done is we've taken uh, well-known scenes from movies and we've grabbed an alternate language version of that to play for you because most movies are dubbed into different languages. We, we've been watching uh, Korean uh, uh, entertainment a lot lately with, with the, the Squid Game. Absolutely. And you can either have it dubbed or you can watch it with the subs, yep. uh, the subtitles. Um, so there are all these dubbed movies out there. Uh, so we're going to grab a clip from a movie that you should probably know. Right. And play you a different language other than English. And see so you can identify what movie it is. And you know what? Even if you did know the language, it would still be kind of hard yeah. if you're used to seeing it <laughs> right. and hearing it from a certain actor one way. in one language. Sometimes, often in the clips, there's something, one thing that you hear that kind of kicks it in. Yeah. Other times, there's nothing like that. Right. Yeah. There might be a name. Yeah. There might be an inflection or something like right. that, that. Or perhaps time. you speak the language. That too. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. By the way, still, from time to time, I will accidentally... Put a movie on on a Spanish language channel, <laughs> and it, I, I, I'll we'll be sitting there because it'll be a, you know an action sequence yeah, yeah, yeah. or something like that where nobody's talking, right. and I'll I've invested the time. I'm okay. I'm going to settle in and watch this movie, <laughs> and then all of a sudden, uh, you know, it, it, they start speaking Spanish. I'm like, well, I can't watch this. I don't speak the language, man. If you were to get nothing out of this, uh, if it's Xfinity, you you, I wonder, can you jump in and have it um, in English? Don't know. I've never thought of that. Do not know. That'd be worth trying for sure. But it was Casey's idea to play We Are the right. World uh, to uh, to go along with that. That and was I our intro music, I guess. Uh, well, well, we didn't have it ready in time. Marissa didn't know I was going to go right to it. Uh, but we do have contestants on the line. Hey! And case we have a variety of uh, prizes. We do. Uh, we have um, Fandango passes that are good to see King Richard, which I really, really want to see. It's That's... about uh, the Venus and Serena Williams' father, Richard. Yeah, yeah Will Smith. Yep. So I want to see that. Uh, we have a couple of cases of uh, Trogue's Perpetual IPA. Mm. We also have the Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition on digital. And we have this movie. I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but I have, and it's great. Free Guy with Ryan Reynolds. I have. We have that on digital. Ton of fun. You liked it, right? Yes. Okay, good. So we have that as well. All right. So what we're going to do is get you on. We're going to play you the clip. We're going to ask you to identify the film. And if you get it right, you win the prize. And we're going to go through three callers on the line. If we don't get a winner there, uh, feel free to text in what you think the answer is because we might go to you and give you a prize if you're a texter that gets it right. So we'll see how this works out. Yes. And do you want to just go in the order that you have them written down yeah. on your paper? Okay. Yeah, I think that's fine. Let's okay. uh, let's go with that. So let's get our first caller on the line. It is Eric. Hi, Eric. How you doing, man? 
We just lost him, Preston. All right, no. uh, let's go to Jason. Hi, Jason. Good morning. Gadzooks. Gadzooks, Jason. All right, we're going to play the clip for you. I'm going to put you on hold because sometimes it appears that the uh, being on hold is a little bit better audio quality. And then we'll come back to you after I play the clip and see if we can identify the movie, okay? All right. I will even identify the language. In advance. Okay. If that helps or not, I do not uh, know. very well might. This film is dubbed in Hindi. Hindi. Correct. All right. So hang on the line and listen closely. There might be there might be sound effects. There might be names or something that gives it away. You ready? All right. All right. Hang on. Here is the clip for you. Number one. Stuck. I heard something. I heard a name in there. Yeah. Uh, Let's see if it's enough for Jason to piece it together. Hey, uh, Jason? Yes. All right. Do you know what movie that is? Would that be The Avengers? Damn, you're good, dude. Yes. That is the Avengers. Did you hear them say Dr. Banner in there, Jason? Yes, I heard that, and I was like, oh, man, I hope it's that one. And, and it is. It's, it's the scene. Do we have the English? We do. All right. Uh, uh, hang on the line. Here's what we're going to give you, the prize, Casey. You have the Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition on digital. It's been 20 years since hobbits, elves, and wizards of Middle Earth arrived on the big screen. And now enjoy every moment of all six films at home with the Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition. Own it today. And this was that scene in English. Stuck. We got him. Banner? Just like you said. Then tell him to suit up. I'm bringing the party to you. I I don't see how that's a party. (laughs) Dr. Banner. Now might be a really good time for you to get angry. That's my secret, Cat. I'm always angry. Great sequence. Great sequence. And he got it right. Uh, we're going to get another caller on the line and try this out. Next up is Ryan. Hey, Ryan. How you doing? Hey, what's up? Am I caller 10 for uh, Hershey Park? <laughs> yeah. Congratulations, Ryan. Yeah. You're headed to Hershey Park. No. We're going to play bilingual theater, and we're going to give you a clip that's in Spanish, Okay. Sure. All right, I'll put you on hold. We'll come back after the clip plays. Let's see if you can get this one. Here we go. Querido Red, si estás leyendo esto, ya saliste. Y si llegaste tan lejos, tal vez desees llegar aún más lejos. ¿Recuerdas el nombre del pueblo? Siguatanejo. Necesito un buen nombre para ayudarme a echar a andar mi proyecto. Estaré esperándote con el tablero de ajedrez. No lo olvides, Red. La esperanza es algo bueno, tal vez lo mejor, y lo bueno nunca muere. Estaré deseando que esta carta te encuentre, y te encuentre bien. Tu amigo, Andy. Ah. Did you hear something? You thought you heard something? Oh, yeah. definitely. Yeah. I, I missed it. Yeah. Oh. Uh, all right, let me go to Ryan. Hey, Ryan. Hey. All right, any idea, Ryan? 
Is that uh, Tremors with Kevin Bacon? <laughs> it is not <laughs> Tremors with <laughs> Kevin Bacon, which valiant effort, sir. Which, by the way, is a great movie. Thank you, Ryan. Sorry, you got that one wrong. I will right, we'll try another caller. We'll try three per uh, per scene. Uh, Ryan, are you there? It's Gadzooks. Yes, Gadzooks, sir. All right, Ryan, would you like to hear that clip again? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Put it on hold. Listen closely. There's, there's two things in particular that come up that might tip it for you. And here goes the clip again. Querido Red, si estás leyendo esto, ya saliste. Y si llegaste tan lejos, tal vez desees llegar aún más lejos. ¿Recuerdas el nombre del pueblo? Siguatanejo. Necesito un buen nombre para ayudarme a echar a andar mi proyecto. Estaré esperándote con el tablero de ajedrez. No lo olvides, Red. La esperanza es algo bueno, tal vez lo mejor. Y lo bueno nunca muere. Estaré deseando que esta carta te encuentre y te encuentre bien. Tu amigo Andy. Okay. I still I'm not getting it. Uh, you, getting, you guys are though. We're getting the text. Yeah. I'm going to go to Ryan. Hey Ryan? No, I don't know. Get out. Gotta let you go. I get one more caller on that movie, and that caller is Michael. Maybe he'll be happy. Maybe he already heard it. Michael, are you there? <laughs> He's there. <laughs> do you have a guess, or do you need to hear that clip again? Uh, I'm going to guess uh, Toy Story. Uh, no. You know what? Oddly enough, yeah. a lot of texters have, have uh, guessed Toy Story, so you're oh. not alone, but you're wrong. Sorry, uh. Michael. That means we're going to get a texter. Marissa is currently calling someone who texted in, and so that's what she'll do is she'll look up there and grab a random person who got it correct, and their phone lines are on here as well. She'll try giving them a call. Excellent. See if we can get them on and uh, give us an answer to what that clip is from. You guys a, say it, you heard two things that stood out to you? Yeah, two one things in the middle. That okay. stood out, yeah. Also, and, the music helps. Um, I wasn't even paying attention to the music. Yeah, it starts to swell towards the end, and that uh, okay. that oh. helped me get it. Uh, all right, Marissa's got a texture up on the line, and she is waiting for them to answer. This is the waiting period yeah. that we have. So it's the you, hardest yeah, part. It is yeah. the hardest part. If you have texted in an answer, uh, just be prepared to get a phone call from them. IRS. IRS. <laughs> from the IRS. <laughs> all right, it looks like we have them on the line. All right. All right, let's go over here to Alex. Hey, Alex. Hey, Gadzooks. Gadzooks. Alex, what movie is that? Shawshank Redemption. Shawshank Redemption. All right, uh, Case, what are we giving Alex? Uh, Alex, well, geez, I'm going to give you this, and I don't care if you want it or not. Okay. Uh, We're going to give you Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds. It's on digital. It's available now. It's a really fun movie, and you now own it. All right, hang on the line. We'll get your information. Steve, the two things that I heard were... Say Watsoneo. Oh, there you go. Which is the town. I missed it. Yeah. Uh, and then he says, uh, at the end, he says, your friend Andy. He says, uh, uh, to amigo Andy. Uh, and so I'll I miss we'll, both of them. We'll play the uh, the English. Dear one. Red, yeah. if you're reading this, you've gotten out. And if you've come this far, maybe you're willing to come a little further. You remember the name of the town, don't you? Say Watsoneo. Mm. I could use a good man to help me get my project on wheels. I'll keep an eye out for you and the chessboard ready. Remember, Red, hope is a good thing, maybe the best of things, and no good thing ever dies. I will be hoping that this letter finds you and finds you well. Your friend, Andy. 
Is anybody else getting choked up besides I me? Mean, that's beautiful. Yes, beautiful. <laughs> oh it's God. better in its original Spanish, though. Oh, uh, um, such a great movie. You know, what well, question goodness. comes to mind? You know, obviously he gets out. He gets. He's able to carry out his life, but his he's never cleared. Right? No. no, he's technically on the run. Right. You know, and he's never cleared of something he didn't do. No, I mean, you know, they they end up arresting. Uh, the, the warden, the warden, and for the murder, and maybe, but he writes in the in the letter that he writes. I'm sure he tells him about Elmo Blatch and yeah. that whole thing. So hopefully they go and and research that. They don't quite get to arrest the warden. Yeah, no, no. he took he took a different way out. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the book is is a completely different. Uh, it's it's a similar ending, but how he. And, well, there's a little spoiler alert here. Andy plants that stuff in the ground yeah. before he even goes to prison. Yeah. Uh, it's a different twist on it. And uh, the, the fate of Tommy is different as well. Yes. Yes. And then isn't right. there a, a zebra that runs in horse races? You've seen, no, you yeah, read yeah, it. Yeah, 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 you read it. Okay. <laughs> it's racing straight, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Let me go to Scott. Hey, Scott, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right. We're playing bilingual theater. We got a new one teed up for you. You ready to try this out? I'm not just ready. I'm right. ready, Freddy. This one is... <laughs> He's ready, Freddy. This one is in Spanish. I'm going to put you on hold. Here is your clip. Sayonara, baby. <laughs> Wait a minute. That's it? That's the whole clip? Yeah. yeah. I, Back I got it, it up again. Yeah. They did that? Yeah. In, in Spanish, they change. Okay. Okay. Sayonara, baby. That's funny. Okay. Let me go to. Uh, it was it Scott that I uh-huh. had. I think. All right. All right, Scott. Do you know what movie that is? I'm going to say The Terminator. Ooh. Be more specific. Um, Terminator Two. Yes. Yes. Judgment Day. Yes. Is that hostile? Hasta la vista. They changed it to Sayonara. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. That's and weird. Why yeah. would you do that when it's already in? <laughs> yeah. I guess because of the slang nature of it to to an English speaker saying hasta la vista is not the same as saying see you later, pal. Right, right. Yeah. And so, therefore, in Spanish, maybe using a different language well, would make it seem more slangy as well and saying sayonara in Japanese. He's quoting a song in which it's used, though. But oh, John, really? Right, he's using... Remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's from... Uh, um, um, uh, oh, God. You know who it is. Uh, at, uh, Wild Thing. Wild Thing? Yeah. Oh. Hasta la vista, John baby. Connor, or maybe that's uh, no, it, Funky Cole Medina. Yeah, it's Funky Cole Medina. John Connor teaches the machine some slang, and one of the things that he teaches him is hasta la vista. Okay, yeah. and so maybe in the Spanish version of it, he teaches him some some Japanese slang. Maybe you know, but clearly the kid is taking it from uh, from right. Funky Cole Medina. Yeah, he yeah. says hasta la vista, who baby. Is who is this singer uh-huh. though who had that in her song? Hasta la vista, baby. I don't know, uh, and it was it was popular at the time. She was short lived. Um, she she reminds me of like um, God Almighty. Well, right. this, I'm just I, gonna find it right now. I'll do the research. I thought it was Tone Loke because uh, that's in at the end of Funky Cole Medina. Okay, you, um, you, you, but she she says it as well. Maybe she's yes. quoting uh, Tone Loke. I don't know. No, who knows? That's a good question. All right, one second. Uh, it is. Uh, well, you uh, looked that up. I'm going to let this guy know that he won a it. case of Trogue's Perpetual IPA. It's bold and citrusy, and it's the best-selling IPA in Pennsylvania. You can enjoy at Chambers 19, located at 19 Mo- North Main Street in Doylestown, Pennsylvania. All right, here we go. There's uh, there's a link that says uh, lyrics that contain the term Asa La Vista, baby. 
There's 14,000 lyrics, 133 hours, and 48 albums matching Asta La Vida. Jody Watley. Oh, Jody Watley. Wow. Okay. Remember that? Looking looking for a new... I'm looking for a new love, baby. A new love, baby. And she says Asta La Vista yep. in that? Okay. Huh. All right, let's go to uh, John next to play the game, Bilingual Theater. Hey, John, how you doing? Woo! What's up, guys? Yeah, buddy. <laughs> Was that your attempt at... <laughs> All right. We have a clip for you. It is in French. Do you speak French? No. You'll fit right in. <laughs> Hang on a second. Here's the clip. Let's see if you know it. Monsieur Vernon. Nous acceptons d'avoir sacrifié toute sa vie en retenue puisque vous pensez que nous avons fait quelque chose de mal. Mais nous trouvons absurde le sujet de dissertation que vous nous avez donné. Qui pensez-vous être Vous nous voyez comme vous voulez bien nous voir. Nous, nous avons trouvé une définition très simple. Chacun de nous est à la fois un surdoué et un athlète et une détraquée et une fille à papa et un délinquant. Ça vous va Breakfast Club. Did you hear any so clues hard. in there? That's All so right. difficult. We'll see if John knows it. Hey, John. That's Le Club des Petits Dejeuner. <laughs> yes, the Breakfast Club. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> Did you look up how to say Breakfast Club in French while you're on hold? Yes, of course. Of course. All right, here's what we got for you, man. Hang on. All right, we have, uh, it is the Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition. It's on digital, and it's been 20 years since Hobbits, Elves, and Wizards of Middle Earth arrived on the big screen. And now you can enjoy every moment of all six films at home with the Middle Earth Ultimate Collector's Edition. You can own it today. English version of the scene. Here we go. Dear Mr. Vernon, we accept the fact that we had to sacrifice a whole Saturday in detention for whatever it was we did wrong. But we think you're crazy to make us write an essay telling you who we think we are. And you see us as you want to see us. In the simplest terms, with the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess. And a criminal. Does that answer your question? Sincerely yours. Breakfast Club. I think that sped up a little bit. Their voices are yeah, a little bit they... high. And a criminal. What? A basket case. A jock. A brain. And a criminal. Yeah, even the criminal, because his voice is normally deep. Don't you forget about me. Don't you dare forget about me. One of my favorite movies ever. Could be my favorite movie of all time. What? What? Yeah. 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 I love it. Wow. Well, see, I, I graduated. I knew that. I graduated in that year. I graduated in 1986 when that movie came out. You actually told Judd Nelson it was your favorite movie. I did, yeah. It's very special to me. It's very touching. Thank you for telling me. But I love the next movie, too, and we're going to let Jr. take a stab at this one. Hey, Jr. good morning. They did it! <laughs> they did do it. Let's see if you can do it, Jr. This one is in German. Do you speak German? Oh, yeah. No. All right. <laughs> all right. It's all right. Hang on and listen closely. Marissa said she thinks this is the best one. All right. By the way, here is the clip. Spielen wir ein Spiel. Okay. Auf drei nennst du deinen Lieblingsdinosaurier. Denk nicht drüber nach. Sag's einfach, ja? Eins, zwei, drei. Velociraptor. Lieblings nicht pornografisches Magazin als Wix-Vorlage. Der Hausfrauenspiegel. <laughs> Wenn du eine Tussi wärst. Mit wem würdest du schlafen wollen? Toby McGuire. Wahnsinn! Sind wir gerade beste Freunde geworden? Yep. Oh my God! Oh, wow. so they, they, they changed, changed one. Yeah. Oh, that's outstanding. I love it. I oh wonder my God. why. 
because it that might not be someone who resonates the same way yeah. as that particular person would resonate to an American audience. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh, JR, lay it on us. No clue. Oh! Ever listen to this show? Oh, my God. (laughs) That's all right, JR. It's all good, buddy. Thanks, so We appreciate it. All right, let me go next to Lisa. Hi there, Lisa. Lisa has us on hold. That's her own hold music. Great. You're listening to the Preston and Steve show. We'll be back in just a moment. (laughs) Oh, let's let's listen to this for a second. I'll do that all the time. I've been on. I've had to call a few places that have put me on hold uh, for a long time, and I've had to call a few times over the past couple of weeks. And I'll make another call that I have to make quickly, and then jump back. And so far, I've had luck. I I haven't. They haven't come to me, and I've gotten back by the time uh, the person gets on the line. It's a tough move if you can pull it off. Oh my god, this is so funny. We've been on hold for thirty seconds here, or at least we've been we've been we've had the the line live for thirty seconds. Your call is important to us. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what, I'll give her I'll give her fifteen more seconds, right. which will be a full minute of waiting, and then Lisa, I'm sorry, we'll try to come back to her. Yeah, what's okay. our hold music when we do our conference call night? Oh, I've been sitting here, sitting in this waiting room. Yes, I have. <laughs> I'm in All right, I'm going to put her back on hold. We'll come. We'll try Lisa again in a moment. If you know Lisa, <laughs> go over to her desk and tell her that we're trying to get her on. Hey! But Brian gets to take a shot at it then. Brian, are you there? Oh, I'm sorry. I had to turn down. Can you hear me, Brian? I can hear you. All right, did you hear the last clip or do I need to play it again? Uh, I need you to play it again. Yeah, right. you might not have been there. Hang on a second. Here is the clip for you. It's the best. Spielen wir ein Spiel, okay? Auf drei... Nennst du deinen Lieblingsdinosaurier? Denk nicht drüber nach. Sag's einfach, ja? Eins, zwei, drei. Velociraptor. Lieblings nicht pornografisches Magazin als Wix-Vorlage. Der Hausfrauenspiegel. <lacht> Wenn du eine Tussi wärst, mit wem würdest du schlafen wollen? Toby McGuire. Wahnsinn! Sind wir gerade beste Freunde geworden? Yep. <lacht> 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 okay, Brian, what movie is that? Oh my God. I know. I must have. I must have missed the cue. Uh, uh, we, we play uh, clips from it all the time. I can tell I'm you, it's, we cool reference running. it. Uh, cool running. Mm. No, we don't play clips from Cool <laughs> Runnings all the time. I must Thank play you, a sir. clip from it every day. Yeah. Um, all right. One more person gets. To, wait, should I go back to? Oh, we lost uh, her. Oh well. Did we lose her? Yeah. yeah. We lost her. Okay. Oh well. All right. Sorry about that. Well, no more. What am I sorry about? You put us on hold. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Why am I sorry? Hey, Matt, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, Matt, do you know what movie that was we played the clip from? Yeah, it is. Step Brothers. Damn yeah. it is. Yeah. Hey. Hang on a second. Here's what we got for you, Matt. Uh, for Matt, oh, yes, we have this. We have a pair of Fandango passes to see King Richard and a $50 gift card for Venus Williams sports clothing brand, Eleven. For, yes. Those of you who were on hold, and, or who we went to and you got it wrong, this is the English clip, and I think you'll know this when you hear it. Spiel wie ein Spiel. No, that's the German clip. Oh, sorry, but I wasn't done with the uh, with the I read thought you yet. were. No, Stop. no. So, uh, where did I leave off? 11? I the 11, that's right. 11! Will Smith stars as Richard Williams in the film that shows how a family's unwavering resolve and unconditional belief ultimately delivers two of the world's greatest sports legends, Venus and Serena Williams. It's in theaters and streaming on HBO Max starting tomorrow. All right, here's the clip. Let's play a game. All right. On the count of three, name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One, two, three. Velociraptor. <laughs> favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. Good housekeeping. <laughs> if you were a chick, who's the one guy you would sleep with? 
John Samos. <laughs> what? Did we just become best friends? Yep. So Toby Maguire instead. Right. I think you're right. Maybe in Germany, yeah. Toby Maguire, it kind of it, it strikes the same tone yeah. that uh, a John Stamos would here in the U.S. Yeah. for whatever reason. For whatever reason. That's interesting. Look, look that's the land of Hasselhoff. Yeah. yeah. And nothing makes sense. Or maybe John Stamos insisted, look, yeah. not Germany. <laughs> whatever you do, don't do it in German. No. I don't know why, yeah. but you never know. All right, we'll go next to Kevin. Hey, Kevin. Hang on, Press. I gotta let the dog out. Right. But I, I do want to hear Don't the put Spanish. Me on hold. I want to hear the Spanish and French versions of that. And I want to see if they change John Stamos in those languages as well. I don't know. Okay. Mm. Casey, let's jump to this one. Okay. Okay, if you don't mind. Uh, we're gonna try this one out on you. Kevin, another one that we play regularly on the show, okay? Yep. All right, I'm gonna put you on hold. Here is the clip. Und wo ist deine Brille? Er kann doch ohne seine Brille nicht sehen. Setzt ihm die Brille da komm, auf. Schatz, komm, er kann nicht sehen. Er wollte Akrobat werden. Er ist von uns. Lass mich los. Lass mich in Ruhe. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> um, it's just horrible. Yeah. Uh, and and the, the voice actress is close to the original. Yeah. Very close. Yeah, yeah. All right, so it was... Who did I have on hold? Kevin. Oh, my God. I think it's Kevin, yes. Uh, all right, Kevin. Put his glasses on. That's my girl. Yes! Well done! In German, that's Ooh. correct. Here's what we got for you, Kevin. All right, for you, Kevin, we have Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds on digital. It's available now. All right, here was the, the English clip. Can you put it on the... Thank you, sir. Oh, I did it again. There we go. Here we go. Want to go drink with me, Thomas J? His face hurts. And where is his glasses? He can't see without his glasses. Put his glasses on. Put on his glasses. He was going to be an acrobat. He's gone, sweetheart. He's gone. That's terrible, but the whole glass thing is just—he's dead. Oh, is that the funniest? Watch the funniest sad scene ever. Oh, it might not be funny at all. It wasn't oh. funny. At all. You guys made it funny. Just the yeah. way she says glasses—it's horrible. It's... You can't see without his glasses. They didn't yeah. have to kill Put the his glasses kid. on. Put on his glasses. He, it was—it is heart wrenching that scene. It's and she won't horrible. believe that he's dead. You remember, she, so the dad has to go over and actually, he, he with the lighter, sets one of his fingers on fire. Oh, dude. <laughs> See? 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 Is that in the director's cut? Because yeah. I don't remember He was that. alive, he'd be screaming. <laughs> so Is that better, baby? No! Oh, my God. All right. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're going to do these next two here, okay? All right. All right, we'll go over to... Is it Mike next? Yeah, I think Mike. Hey, Mike, are you there? I'm here. All right, Mike, we are going to play a clip for you. This one is in Spanish. You ready to give it a try? I am. All right, here we go. This is the clip. Bilingual theater. Here it is. Combate Mortal y Genesis son los mejores juegos de video. No estoy de acuerdo. Son muy buenos juegos, pero creo que Donkey Kong es el mejor. Donkey Kong huele mal. ¿Sabes qué? Hueles mal. Oh. 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 I, I don't even know that, and I know the answer. Uh, you, you don't even know what? Uh, that clip, yeah. That clip. you don't know the clip, yeah. No. I, I don't know it at all. I don't know this, this movie well. Uh, Mike, do you know what it is? Oh, God, uh, no, I have nothing, man. I heard Donkey Kong, but that's it. All right, thanks, man. Appreciate it. Sorry, guys. All right, uh, we'll go next to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. All right, Sarah. Do you need to hear that clip again, or do you know it? 
Uh, one more time. All right, hang on. I'll put you on hold here, and we'll start the clip. Combate Mortal y Genesis son los mejores juegos de video. No estoy de acuerdo. Son muy buenos juegos, pero creo que Donkey Kong es el mejor. Donkey Kong huele mal. ¿Sabes qué? Hueles mal. Oh. All right, and we'll go back to Sarah. Hi, Sarah. Oh, my God. Any idea? Um, the only thing I can think of is Wreck-It Ralph. No. That's a good that was guess, though. Good. A number yeah. of texts. Yeah, are very good. Too, but that's incorrect. Sorry. We'll go to one more caller, and it's Hugh. Hey, Hugh. Hey, gentlemen. All right. And lady. <laughs> Hi. Hugh, do you need to hear that clip again, or do you know it? Uh, I don't need to hear it again, but I'm going to take a shot in the dark and say uh, uh, Pixel. No. Pixel's another good guess. That is a good guess. Yeah. But someone who's in Pixel is in this movie, believe it or That's not. Right. So sorry, we got to let you go, Hugh. So while we wait for the texture to get through, mm-hmm. do you want to hear the Step Brothers quotes in Italian, French, and Spanish? Or, not oh, yet, because oh, the texture's on. on the line. All right. Let me go to Nick. Hey, Nick. Hey, what's going on, Prespo? Yo, buddy. What movie is it? Tell everybody. Billy Madison. Billy Madison. Oh. That means you win, Nick, so hang on just a second. Here's what we have for you. We have Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds on digital. It's available now. Right, and here's the English clip. Mortal Kombat on Sega Genesis is the best video game ever. I disagree. It's a very good game, but I think Donkey Kong is the best game ever. Donkey Kong sucks. You know something? You suck. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the clip. All right, we have, uh, all right, yeah, let's hear the the versions. Okay, this is uh, Step Brothers in Spanish. All right, and this is just the the Tobey Maguire slash uh, John Stamos. Right, right. Here's what they say in in what language? Spanish. Spanish. ¿Con quién te gustaría dormir? John Stamos. All right, so they go with John Stamos. Italian. Italian, here we go. Se fuese una ragazza. Il ragazzo con cui andresti a letto? Toby McGuire. Toby McGuire. All right, so we got uh, two for Toby McGuire, two for John Stamos. Tiebreaker goes to France. France, okay. Right. I'm going to say Toby McGuire yeah. in France. You think Toby McGuire? So. Yeah. yeah, here we go. Si t'étais une fille, le nom du gars avec qui tu coucherais? Toby McGuire. Yeah. <laughs> International heartthrob. Wow. Is Toby McGuire thought of as, as a, as a right? heartthrob? I don't know. Well, I mean, John Stamos, there's a cheesiness factor to him right. as well. And, and maybe I, they're looking for a similar. So good looking and cheesy, but I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. He must fall in some category. John Stamos. Stamos. Yeah. Right. Are we going to the last one there, Preston? We are going to the last one. Right. And Marissa said this one is very quiet and it's kind of hard, but we're going to try this out anyway, okay? Uh, so we will go to Jesse. Hi there, Jesse. Hey, how's it going? Good, Jesse. This last one is in French, all right? And uh, we're going to try it out on you. You ready? Oh, yeah. All right, hang on. And here's the bilingual clip. Voilà. C'est William Soldier. Raconte-moi une histoire. Une histoire? Euh, il était une fois. Morgan s'est couché. Enfin... Oh, elle est horrible, ton histoire. Oh, c'est ton histoire préférée. Des tonnes d'amour. Moi, je t'aime plus que trois fois mille. Oh. Nick, do you know what that is? I, I understand some of the language. I don't know what the movie is. Do you hear a number uh, in there? Yeah. Okay. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. I know right. what it is. We'll go to back to Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. Hey, Jesse. <laughs> Hello, Preston. Yes. Hello. Uh, do you Hello, puppy. Do you happen to know what movie that's from? I have no idea. Oh, oh man. Right. It's a tough one. Yeah. Uh, 
Sorry. Preston, the only reason I know it is because I gave the suggestion. Oh. Ah, okay. <laughs> we'll go next to Brad. Hey, Brad. Where are you going, Brad? <laughs> he, he did it, Brad's jump 22 buses. <laughs> wow. It was a motorcycle, right? Yeah. Brad, uh, are you there? Yeah. We okay. just heard a, like a motorcycle peel out. Where yeah, are you? Yeah. Home. Oh, okay. <laughs> He's got a big house. Apparently, he lives right on the New Jersey Turnpike. Yeah, yeah. All right, Brad, uh, do you need to hear it? Or... Yes, please. Okay, hang on the line. We'll get your information. Here we go. Voilà. C'est William Soldier. Raconte-moi une histoire. Une histoire? Euh, il était une fois. Morgan s'est couché. Enfin... Oh, elle est horrible, ton histoire. Oh, mais c'est ton histoire préférée. Des tas d'amour. Moi, je t'aime plus que trois fois mille. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, such a great scene. Uh, but uh, only a handful of textures have gotten it correct. Right. Uh, let's go back to... Oh, man, I keep forgetting who I put on hold. Is it Derek? Brad. Brad. It's Brad. Hey, Brad? Not a clue. All right. Oh. Thanks, Derek. Right. I'll let you go. Oh, and last, we're going to Preston. Huh. Hey there, Preston. Yo, bitches. Yo, bitch. All right. Yo, my name's actually Matt, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes I by just Preston. Uh, my name was Preston would get me answered quicker. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're the last one we're going to, dude, if that says anything. Uh, so... Okay. Well, I, if it means anything, I, I have no clue, but I'm going to guess the sixth sense. No. Oh, well, no. Interesting. Interesting. Got to let you go. That is incorrect. All right. Marissa's going to contact a texter. And see if we can get, uh, oh, and she's already got somebody up. So let me go to Mike. Hey, Mike. Kadzooks. Kadzooks, my man. Okay. By the way, do you speak French? Uh, no. Okay. I was just curious how you got this. What is the answer? Well, I'm fluent in geek. This is Avengers Endgame. You are <laughs> correct. You're absolutely correct, Mike. And here's what we have for you. For you, Mike, we are going to give you Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. It's available on digital right now. It is a fun movie. And this is the scene from Endgame that we played the French clip of. That face goes there. The story. The story. Uh, Once upon a time, we're going to went to bed, Dan. That is a horrible story. Come on, that's your favorite story. Let me tense. I love you, Ah, it's a great scene. Uh, and that's the end of bilingual theater. Hey! Uh, that was a lot of fun. And do we have our theme song? Yeah, there it is. <laughs> bilingual theater where the world comes together. Yes. We may speak different languages, but we definitely know our movies. Absolutely. Don't we? Yeah. And the language of cinema. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, so congratulations to everybody who won. We'll do it again sometime. We, have, yes. we just got to come up with the right movie scenes. Kudos uh, to Marissa for yeah. that. Yeah, and Casey with the idea, and Steve with the assistance and everything. So we are the world. I picked the worst one. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a second, and we'll get some bizarre file stories when we return. Stay with us. 93.3 WMMR. Streaming on WMMR.com, our mobile app, your smart speaker, and now at Radio.com. All right, we've got more stories to share, and we're going to do them right now. Bizarre. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Bizarre Final. 
Let me see. What do we got here, friends? Uh, it's brought to you this morning by Jersey Mike's. This and every Saturday while you watch the game at home. Order through the Jersey Mike's app to get free delivery every Saturday. Jersey Mike's, a sub above. Uh, the Michigan Department of Licensing Regulatory Affairs revoked a woman's daycare license after an investigation revealed that a child put another child in the clothes dryer and turned it on while her under her supervision and... She didn't tell the parents about it. Wow. So that's a problem right there. I think there. you want to relay that to the parents. The woman brought the child described only as a minor household member one or MHM1 to the hospital on August 4th uh, because she was, quote, stressed out because MHM1 had put another child in the clothes dryer and turned it on. Uh, the child later admitted to a nurse and social worker that she did put another child in the dryer and turn it on. Later, the child who was in the dryer told her mother about it and said that it was hot and it was dark and it hurt my back. According to the report, the woman never told the child's parents about the incident and then proceeded to lie about it during the investigation process. Otherwise, we're completely reliable. Uh, investigations found violations, and as of November 3rd, the woman's license has been revoked. She is no longer allowed to operate a daycare uh, and must inform all parents of children in her care about her license suspension. A man in California is in a standoff with Amazon because it has abandoned one of its delivery vans in his driveway and has failed to remove it for four days. (laughs) The man, who has to be identified by his Twitter alias, Captain Lou, because he was worried his employer wouldn't want him to want him to beef with Amazon publicly, said that his ordeal started when he ordered some quilted northern toilet paper from Amazon. How exotic. On Friday night, the van pulled up to his house and dropped off a package. Fifteen minutes later, Lou noticed that the van was still there, and the driver was struggling to get it out of his driveway. And he said, and I asked the guy uh, if he was okay. The driver said he was fine, and then he che- the check engine light had come on, and it had been giving him trouble the entire day, limiting his speed. Well, about an hour later, Lou left to pick up his daughter from a football game and noticed that the van was still in his driveway. The driver was gone, and so were all the packages. It was unlocked, and the keys were in it. The driver, he said, had repositioned the truck so that I could get out of the driveway, which was great. <laughs> but after the initial contact, the driver didn't say anything, didn't leave a note. Well, Saturday morning, Lou's daughter came into his room and told him that the truck still had apparently turned around in the middle of the night. He said, so sure enough, about 8 o'clock in the morning, somebody came, started the truck, drove it out onto the street, and apparently wasn't capable of going anywhere, so they pulled it right back into my driveway. What? This is wild. But at 180 degrees from where it was the night before. He said whoever turned the truck around wasn't as considerate as the first driver, and Lou couldn't quite squeeze his own car down the driveway after the repositioning. Uh, couldn't they call it a tow truck? So he said, I went and I opened the door to the truck. Sure enough, keys were in the truck, so I moved it over about five feet. Lou pointed out that it's not an Amazon-branded truck, just uh. a white Sprinter van typically used by third-party contractors. He said, but it's delivering Amazon goods, and it's been in my driveway since Friday night, fully unlocked with keys in the console. The only clue the van's problems can be found on a repair order sitting on the passenger seat of the van. Lou's tried to contact Amazon, but the company hasn't been helpful. He started by tagging Amazon on Twitter and quickly got a direct message from someone at the company with a customer service link that went to a form where he could complain about packages and deliveries. Eventually, Amazon told Lou, call the authorities and have it towed. Yeah. And he said, that's a terrible solution. I'm not going to have the vehicle towed. Amazon should be able to figure this out. So now it's an act of defiance. <laughs> I did not follow Amazon's instructions to just call the cops and have it towed. I also just kind of want to see what happens, he says. Sure. How long? Experiment. He said, how long is it going to take them to figure out that they have a delivery truck 
that is just sitting somewhere. So at a certain point, does it become your truck? I don't know. I don't know. For 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 a couple of years, uh, not recently, um, they would have just regular people with their cars, mm-hmm. and if they had a van delivering for Amazon, and then they consolidated their fleet. That's why you'll see actual Amazon trucks more often than not. Uh, but yeah, this seems like a holdover from that time. Here's a story out of Wisconsin. Police are investigating after two people got into Nathan Hale High School and tased a student. These are adults that got in. Uh, according to Jacob Gendron at the school, he said uh, there was a mom in the school, got into an argument, and students said that there was a massive fight in the hallways Tuesday morning. And Ryan, Ryan Rush, a student, said there was a fight between students, and a mom came in, and she started tasing people. <laughs> police are investigating. You some, and your taser! At some point, according to police, individuals who don't attend Nathan Hale got into the building and tased one of the students who was involved in the fight. You forgot Vi- your milk and cookies. Video circulating on social media first show the fight, and then the intruder using the taser. A district spokeswoman said uh, two adults gained entry to the building, prompting a lockdown. School leaders assured all students and staff are now safe. Uh, Police say the person with the taser ran from the school and investigators took one person into custody. The condition of the student who was tased is not clear at this point. Uh, There's a new delay in the case of a Palo Alto woman accused of starting the devastating fawn fire Mm. in Shasta County last September. According to reports, a judge on Tuesday declared 30-year-old Alexandra Sovarneva uh, mentally unfit for trial. Wow. He also put her uh, case on an indefinite hold until she can be evaluated for possible placement in a mental hospital. That's a big get. We told this story before. Sovarneva uh, uh, pleaded not guilty to felony arson in late September before the fire started. A quarry worker had spotted her nearby. Authorities later arrested her after finding a lighter and carbon dioxide cartridges in her fanny pack. Uh, Silver neighbor was neighbor was um, attempting to boil water that had bear urine in it so she could drink it when she allegedly set off the destructive blaze. Oh, According to a uh, narrative written by uh, a California fire officer, uh, she was told that she couldn't be on the property by quarry employees but kept walking. She then became thirsty and found a puddle of water in a dry creek bed. But the water allegedly had bear urine in it. In it. So she tried to filter the water with a tea bag. Don't even talk to me until I've had my first cup of bear piss. She said that didn't work, so she attempted to, to make a fire to boil the water. She started it. Uh, she stated that it was too wet for the fire to start. Uh, she said she drank the water anyway. Oh, my God. And then continued walking uphill from the creek bed. That's no way to live. Uh, she got stuck in brush and called the fire department, and she was evaluated for dehydration and then questioned by authorities. When she allegedly told them she tried to light a fire, she was taken into custody. And she was just about to make a, uh, a souffle made of elk crap. But Ooh. she is apparently not fit for trial. It sounds that way. Yep. Yeah. And there you go. That is the bizarre file for now. All right, we're going to take a break. When we get back, let's see how closely you've been paying attention. We do have the lesson question. I'm going to trash the music news as well. So hang in there. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out The Rock Shop at WMMR.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant... 
Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Um, we have a lesson question to ask. Yeah. We have a prize to give away in conjunction with that lesson question we'll ask. And the prize we will give away is a pair of tickets to see Mr. Sebastian Maniscalco. The Nobody Does This Tour coming to the Wells Fargo Center on November 24th. And the question I have for you this morning is, their voices weren't necessarily harmonizing. When they sang the Safe Light jingle, but which body parts were absolutely harmonizing? It's beautiful. 215-263-WMMR. This is Casey and Steve earlier this morning. Uh, they had this tender little singing. By the way. Uh, they did, did. To the questions, Preston, we, we can and have demonstrated our harmonizing skills, but oh, yes. that did not call for harmony. No, 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 no. You guys were in unison. Yeah, you yeah. were one. Yeah. You were two head be- who had become one. Yeah, yeah. Two uh, of hearts, as Stacey Q reminds us. So <laughs> the voices weren't necessarily harmonizing when they sang the Safe Flight jingle, but which body parts were absolutely harmonizing? 215-263-WMMR. I believe Casey uttered the answer to that. And we'll do the trash while you call. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you this morning by... KGL Skin Study. They are testing a topical treatment for facial acne on teens and young adults with moderate to severe acne. If you qualify, you may be paid up to $350. KGL Skin Study Center.com. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Kim Kardashian and Pete Davidson celebrated his birthday at a gathering in Palm Springs attended by Chris Jenner and Flavor Flav. Flav said he could tell Kim and Pete were completely into each other and then admitted to crapping in the hot tub. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Rams QB Matt Stafford's wife, Kelly Stafford, apologizing for throwing a pretzel at a trash-talking fan at the game on Monday night. Kelly admitted that the whole pretzel incident had her twisted up. Hey! Oh! And finally, a gold, a gold crown once residing in the mouth of Elvis Presley will be going up for auction next month. The piece is historic not just for the Elvis connection, but also because it holds the world's record for most consistent exposure to bacon. (laughs) (laughs) That's your Hollywood trash. When you said crown, I was thinking like a crown you wear on his head. Why would he have that in his mouth? Yeah, like a tooth. A tooth cover. A crown. All right, we will see if uh, you know the answer to this question. Their voices weren't necessarily harmonizing when they sang the Safe Flight jingle, but which body parts were absolutely harmonizing? That was according to Casey. I will go to Eric for the answer. Eric? Yes. All right, Eric. What body parts were harmonizing? What body parts were harmonizing? That would be their hearts. Their hearts. You got it. Hang on, Eric. We are going to give you, for the correct answer, a pair of tickets to see Sebastian Maniscalco's Nobody Does This Tour coming to the Wells Fargo Center on November 24th. Tickets are on sale now at wellsfargocenterphilly.com. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by uh, Horizon Services. Their Black Friday total heating event is on. So you want to book a heater tune-up for just $59 and get 50% off a spring AC tune-up for $29. Visit horizonservices.com. So Tom Morello uh, surprised fans yesterday with the announcement of his latest project, a sister album to the Atlas Underground Fire called the Atlas Underground Flood. 
which will be released on December 3rd. Sister. Uh, the Atlas Underground Flood includes 12 tracks featuring all-star collaborations, including Nathaniel Rateliff, Jim James, Ben Harper, Alex Lifeson of Rush, Kirk Hammett of Metallica, Ex-Ambassadors, Barnes Courtney. Oh, we have Barnes Courtney here. Yeah. yeah. He was great. He was fantastic. Oh, really man, funny. I like that guy. Yeah, he was very funny. Yeah. Uh, Manchester Orchestra, Andrew McMahon in the Wilderness, and more. Uh, Morello said uh, the Atlas Underground Flood finishes where the Atlas Underground Fire started. Uh, he said, Fire and Flood are my London calling. Uh, admiring the clash at the apex moment, I sought to make a double album where artistic intent supersedes genre. I aim to forge a central curated vision to tie together a sonically fearless, wild, and wide-ranging musical ambition with a tremendous cast of collaborators. And, of course, there are many guitar solos. Uh, that's really cool. Uh, to kick it off, he released three new tracks yesterday. Human with Barnes Courtney, Hard Times with Nathaniel Rateliff, Jim Jones and Chipotle Joe, and Raising Hell featuring Ben Harper. So, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Uh, former corn drummer David Silveria. Left the band more than a decade ago, but is there a chance that he reunited with the band on the occasion of its 30th anniversary in 2023? He said, you never know, in an interview. Uh, he said, uh, it would obviously take all of us uh, talking. So far, I don't see any of that even happening, but you never know. So apparently, there's been a lot of bad blood between Silveria and Korn since his depart- in th- departure in 2006, including a lawsuit Filed by Severia against the band in 2015. Yeah, that's kind of unfortunate. I don't see it happening. BTS and Coldplay will perform together for the very first time on Sunday night at the American Music Awards, Steve. (laughs) The British rockers and South Korean K-pop stars will sing their chart-topping hit, My Universe. Uh, The performance marked Coldplay's first time taking the AMA stage since 2015, and they sang Adventure of a Lifetime. Uh, BTS, who are nominated for Artist of the Year, performed at last year's show from Korea. Uh, we mentioned this the other day. It was 30 years ago today, November 18th, 1991, that U2 released its seventh album, the groundbreaking Octung Baby. Yes. Uh, the collection, which debuted at number one on the Billboard 200, followed the band's 1988 Stop Gap Live and Studio soundtrack to Rattle and Hum, uh, the movie, and served as the creative follow-up to the band's multi-platinum 1987 chart topper, The Joshua Tree. Rattle and Hum is actually an, a, an excellent movie. It is. A solid, you know, capturing of that that uh, performance that they were doing at the time. Just terrific. And there were great musical moments. It's in black and white, too. Yeah. Uh, the album, which was produced by Daniel Lemois and Brian Eno, spawned four top 40 singles, including Mysterious Ways, One Even Better Than the Real Thing, and who's going to ride your wild horses? Kiss manager Doc McGee says that the band pulling out of its 2021-22 Las Vegas residency dates had nothing to do with reported soft ticket sales, but rather health concerns for traveling fans. I had heard soft ticket sales, so they're saying no? That's what this guy yeah. says, their manager. He said he shed light on the scrap dates at the Zappos Theater in Planet Hollywood. He said when we uh, did it. I said that we're going to uh, we're going to go until November first and see if we can get the people in from Europe. Uh, we have one chance for people to come over to Vegas and see us because Gene and Paul will not tour after this year. They're going to be done. Uh, so when we couldn't get the people in and the restrictions were there, okay. I said we don't want to have to do it now. Let's do it later down the road when everybody gets a chance to see a different uh, show. So you can stick that on your pipe and smoke it. Yeah, that's basically what he's saying. So. Uh, he went on to explain that uh, plans are already in the works to bring Kiss back to Sin City, saying it's going to be probably in August, August or October. We're checking it out. 
now. Uh, the extended Beatles clan was in attendance on the 16th in London for the U.K. premiere of director Peter Jackson's The Beatles Get Back at Cineworld Empire. Very excited. The 100-minute edit of the six-hour miniseries brought out uh, Paul McCartney and daughter Mary, um, George Harrison's first wife, Patty Boyd, the Quiet Beatles' son, Donnie Harrison. Uh, we had uh, Ringo Starr's two sons, Zach and Jason Starkey, who brought his two sons, uh, Giles Martin, son of the group's late producer, the great George Martin, who is now behind the boards for all of the Fab Four archival releases. Uh, Donnie Harrison spoke uh, about the Beatles' infamous Let It Be saga, telling uh, in a, uh, an interviewer, uh, my father was always bummed out that this was portrayed in bad light and that they were always a bit sad about that. And that's why Peter's been given such a uh, big crack at it, he said. Um, he's really delivered. Sure, there were arguments. But what you're going to see is way more of just a band, uh, way more than just a band squabbling, and it's nice. He said the documentary creates a new dynamic, and anyone who gets to see the whole thing will see that the behavior changes, and they really come together. And uh, he'd been very happy to see what Peter uh, came out with. Uh, just the, the moments captured of them joking and kind of playing around and doing stuff like that, that made me smile so much oh. because I've always thought of this as sort of the, you know, the the the... The last nail in the coffin, let it be, was such a dour... I mean, it's a, it's a solid movie, but it has a dour feel to it. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's it, like you said, it makes me happy yes. to see it. Uh, and uh, the, the clarity of the, of the video is amazing. just outstanding. It looks like it was, you know, it was just filmed. It doesn't look like archival footage. So Peter Jackson did a great documentary, World War I footage, uh, They Shall Not Grow Old. I don't know if you've seen it, but it, it, he does that same thing with the restoration of the footage. It actually colorizes it. Uh, that they can do this sort of stuff and get that clarity back is, is incredible. And one last thing, we have a piece of audio from a Foo Fighters promo. Uh, and it's uh, they, they have a new song coming out. Yes, today. And so this is in promotion of that, and it's Jason Sudeikis, <laughs> who plays a swim coach. Yeah. And he kind of looks like Bella Caroli. That's what I was thinking. Right. Yeah, and uh, he actually and, has an accent. And and he's kind of playing that, that taskmaster, yeah. you know, trainer. Anti-lasso. And here's a, uh, a, a clip of him uh, in this promo. How lucky are we? We get to do something that we love, that we're good at, you get to do your synchro. I get to coach you. I get to coach potential champions. Today is the most important competition of your lives. I yell at you because I love you. You listen to me because you love me. Is this a weird dynamic? Yeah, sure. From the outside. <laughs> to losers. I picked you up out of the water with my hands from the scruffs of your necks. And I looked at you and I said, you will be a champion. Or not. <laughs> Uh, Led Tasso was his alter ego yeah. on the uh, on Dead Last Night. Yeah, yep. yeah. I love it. All right. Uh, so that is your music news for today. We're going to take one more break, and when we return, we'll get you that much closer to winning our Word of the Week prize. So don't miss it. It's five hundred bucks. We'll come back in a moment. Stay with us. Did you know you could listen to all of WMMR's podcasts as well as our live stream on your Alexa-enabled device? It's easy. Just say Alexa, open MMR. Why talk on the phone? Just text MMR at 39333. Send requests, comments, or text songs for what we're playing 24-7. The MMR short code. Always open, never busy. 39333. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 
I would like to thank Dr. Rosenpenis. Dr. Rosenberg, and I would like to thank Wes and Susan and Dan and Patricia and Tim and Tim, who are never going to smoke again, for coming by this morning. The odds are pretty damn good. Being part of the Great American Smokeout. And, you know, as a former smoker, if you can kick that habit, I just, I I wish you the best of luck because it really is so much better not having it in your life. I I can speak from personal experience on that. My wife as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, anyhow, if you need help with that, Contact Dr. Rosenberg. His website is quititnow.com. All right, quititnow.com if you want to get in on it. Hey, you know what? I want to give a shout-out, a congratulations, and a good luck to Foxy Lady Chef. Her real name is Jen Zavala. Uh, She was on our show back in July where she announced to the listening audience that she was going to be opening a restaurant. The restaurant is called Juana Tamale. It's opening today. It's on Pass Young Avenue, just off of Broad Street. Uh, so, so good. I was there last night. Marissa was there. Uh, Mike Jarek, Alex Holly. we were all there for the, like, uh, media uh, opening and tasting and everything. And she just, you know, it's a nice, um, uh, concentrated menu. And the food is delicious. Uh, the, spa- the space is great. And I just hung out with a lot of really cool people awesome. last night. I finally got to meet Jen's husband, Chris, who's a really, really nice guy. And I just wish them nothing but the best. And if you have an opportunity to go there, Juana Tamale on Pass Young, right off of, uh, of Broad Street. Really, really great stuff. Nice. Uh, Pierre Robert is here in the studio, ready to go. And that means that we can get... Our letter of the day. Are you loaded with that information, sir? I'm loaded. You're loaded with all kinds of stuff. I know that. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in earthbound. All right, Mm. and we just have one more to go. That means tomorrow's Friday. Yeah! Uh, We have $500 from Ashley Home Store. You can visit 11 area locations or ashleyfurniture.com. For their 12 days of Black Friday deals that are taking place. Um, uh, by the way, we got a we got a text from uh, one of our smokers uh, who popped in and said that they hour out and uh, away and no desire to smoke whatsoever. Excellent, you're nice. on the right path. Nice job, good for you, and good luck with everything. Uh, what's happening today, man? Well, uh, we've got workforce blocks of Metallica, Kings of Leon, and I have a specific block request for a thematic dancing block. So a block of dancing songs. Uh, so we're going to get to that. Uh, we'll have another pair of tickets for Bob Dylan, and I've got another pair of tickets for something. Oh, it's... Ah, um, I love something. Something is better than nothing. Yes, it yeah. is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, no, it's for... Don't tell me. It's... It's creeping in out of the consciousness. It's the Smiths and the Myers. Oh, oh. And they're going to play at the uh, newly opened Brooklyn Bowl. I don't know the Myers. I know the Smiths, but uh, yeah. Well, okay. they, they, they've had oh, Smith and Myers. Myers. Yeah, yeah. yeah, okay. yeah. I, I thought you literally meant oh, it's not <laughs> Morrissey, the Smiths. the Smiths. No, no, no. no. I got gotcha. you. Okay, <laughs> it's the Smith and the Meyer family. It's like the uh, the. And the McCoys. Yeah, the Hatfields. Hatfields and the McCoys, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, the Smiths and the Myers will be playing at, uh, well, not the Smiths, but, you know. Yeah. And they'll be playing at the Brooklyn Bowl. And this has made a lot of sense, I think. It is. The Brooklyn Bowl, right? All I can do, yeah, is clarify. All right. That's what you're here for. A a beacon in the night. A beacon of clarity. Yes. Crystal clear. I rest my case. And good night and good luck. Thank you. (laughs) Swiss watch. I, I'm going to thank our sponsors. <laughs> Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan, the official coffee of the Preston and Steve Show. Also, Acme. Download the Acme app. See your all new deals, rewards, and perks today. 
You can visit AgmeMarkets.com for details. And also, Trinity Rehab. Have nagging pain that you can't get rid of? Trinity Rehab can help. Go to Trinity-Rehab.com for information. Uh, tomorrow, it is No Sad Bro Friday. Excellent. Uh, and we will have comedian uh, Josh Heffron. Oh, he's great. On the show. Josh is always great. Yeah. John. So. Uh, John? Oh, I said Josh. John Heffron. I bet oh. Josh is funny, too. Uh, no, I immediately <laughs> thought of the comedian. I, yeah, the, yeah. John Heffron. I bought yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so that is it. We are done. Rage on. Have yourself a great day. Beautiful day, by the way. So get out and enjoy it. We'll see you tomorrow again. Bye-bye. ABC Tonight, the Emmy Award-winning live in front of a studio audience returns. Recreating two classic comedies with one all-star cast. First, The Facts of Life featuring Ann Dowd, Gabrielle Union, Catherine Hahn, Alison Tolman, and Jennifer Aniston. And Different Strokes with John Lithgow, Damon Wayans Sr., and Kevin Hart. Plus, plenty of surprise appearances you can't miss. Live in front of a studio audience. Tonight, 8, 7 central on ABC and stream next day on Hulu.